What's going on, folks? I tried this before. Let's try it again. I got kicked offline, but the Jeffrey Epstein files have released or some sort of files have released that people hope is the Epstein files or what they thought it was. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you what I think the biggest bombshell from those, uh, I wouldn't say leaks, but releases are so far. And then I want to cover a story that Jeffrey Epstein's brother said that Jeffrey Epstein had so much dirt that if people knew what he knew, the 2016 election would have been canceled. It's a pretty interesting story. I'm going to read that, talk about stuff. And I know people want to get to it, but I would say be patient. I mean, read stuff, research, listen to me if you want. But, you know, I'm going to be a little patient over the next 24 hours because I know normally a lot of people make mistakes as it's all coming out. So I'm going to tell you what I know, the biggest bombshell that I've seen. And then over the next 24 hours, hopefully I could piece more stories together. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Hopefully it doesn't get deleted like the last one. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, Facebook? What's going on, YouTube? I apologize. I was live. I was cooking. It felt good. And then I looked to the side and they deleted my live stream. So I don't know if it's the software I use or it's the Illuminati. No, I'm just kidding. I think everyone's talking about it right now. So I, I would I would hope that they're not just targeting my channel. That would be scary. Anyway, um, someone said Alex Jones said it's a distraction, like a small bone. Interesting. All right. I'm not going to read too many comments at first, and then I'll read some more at the end. But uh, I, I want to stay focused about this. I agree that I think that this is not going to be what people want it to be. I made a joke. I said that I think that it's going to be so redacted and have so many lines in it. It's going to look like a Tetris competition. It's going to have more lines than Disneyland uh, on a Saturday when school's out. And someone commented on my Twitter and said it's going to have more lines than a mirror from Hunter Biden. Because, you know, allegedly he may or may not be possibly redacted cocaine uh you know but that's for the experts to decide i don't i don't weigh in on topics like that i wait for the trusted experts to tell me who who's doing cocaine and who's not doing cocaine but anyway jokes aside uh the epstein files got released but it's not the client list i'll show you what they're claiming it is it's apparently the documents uh unsealed documents from a lawsuit connected to jeffrey epstein have been released so i don't know to what extent this is, if they're going to keep stuff going. My guess, I mean, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. My guess is that, you know, they're not going to release everything. They're already giving people names like John Doe 59. You know what I'm saying? Like Leroy Jenkins 474. They got all these like little ways to cover it up. They claim that sometimes they do that because it's for people's personal safety. It's possible that it could be that. But, you know, me and probably 90% of people think that they're not going to release all the files. Speaking of which, I'm going to get to towards the end of my live stream. I'm going to scroll through Twitter in like 20, 30 minutes to try to get some new stuff. But the one thing that I saw, and I'm going to say allegedly, reportedly, because I did not read it myself. I don't have time right now to go through all the documents. And also, I'm not trying to get sued. And, you know, I'll, I'll be patient. Like I said, I know people want stuff quickly. But patience is a virtue. And I think whenever like a shooting happens or a tragedy or a war, everybody likes to, oh my gosh, Zelensky's amazing, Snake Island, oh my gosh, Russia, Putin. And then like two weeks later, everybody's embarrassed because they were sharing stories that weren't even true. I've learned to be patient and not claim to know everything. I know that's hard for people to do, but you know, it's like, let's give it 24 hours and see what, um, 
really comes out. But this is one Mario Nallfall, who I've seen do terrible reporting, by the way, on Twitter. Some of it's good, some of it's not. But, uh, you know, this is being reported by others as well. And uh, he claims to show proof. So I'm just going to read it. It says, Epstein forced minor to have sexual relations with Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz. Jane Doe, number three, is a minor who was forced to have sexual relations with people on behalf of Epstein. Epstein forced then minor Jane Doe, number three, to have sexual relations with former Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz, a close friend of Epstein's and a well-known criminal defense attorney, to which Tim Poole, of course, said, holy shit, because Tim Poole, I guess, has to pretend like he's surprised by everything. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe that? What? It's like that shocks you really that's like what oh my gosh civil war civil war holy crap guys oh my gosh my thumbnail click it's like dude i get I like listen everybody reacts to everything differently but like i'll read some comments before i weigh in on it is that like really that shocking to you robbie said you're so the problem spelling it wrong yeah i'm the problem yeah the epstein files just got released but i'm i'm the problem right robbie what what are you mad at you know i i saw some lady like give me middle fingers in my, in my messages today. And I, and she was like, her, her face would look like leather, you know, like one of the old ladies that's in the sun all the time with nothing wrong with it. But, uh, she's like giving me middle fingers and she's just like, you know, pretending to be a patriot or whatever. It's like 75. It's like somebody get their grandma off Facebook. Like I appreciate grandmas on Facebook. It's, it's a huge part of my, uh, you know, I would say my target market, but this angry grandma, get your angry grandma off Facebook. She's screaming at me in the comment section. This, you're, you're, you're the problem. What did I do? I've been here for three minutes. I've made a huge, I've made a Hunter Biden cocaine joke. I've read, you know, allegedly what Alan Dershowitz may or may not have done. Wait till the end of my stream to say I'm the problem because I, I promise I'll piss you off within 15 minutes. But if you're pissed off now, I'm not the problem. <laughs> I didn't say anything yet. Uh, anyway, so, you know, I'm just not shocked by, by that. Um, but uh, apparently... That's very shocking to other influencers. Um, with that being said, you know, Alan Dershowitz, he wrote a book about how he's not that guilty. I think he's like um, he's like a darling of right wing media. He's always on Newsmax, probably Fox News. I don't know. He's like everywhere. And uh, also Alan Dershowitz, he's well known to me because I always talk to people about the anti-Semitism speech and protest laws that Trump and DeSantis are passing. They claim to support free speech and your right to protest. And they claim to say that the left exaggerates and wants hate speech laws, which is true. But then they do the same exact thing. And I remember when Trump signed the executive order that was passing anti-Semitism laws on college campuses and protests that you can't boycott or divest from Israel. Um, Alan Dershowitz was like, you know, and Kushner were looking over him. So it's like Alan Dershowitz is very close to Trump. I'm not, and, and for those that can't like figure this out, I'm not saying Trump is guilty of all the things that Alan Dershowitz may or not may or may or may not be. I'm not even saying Alan's guilty. I'm just saying this is real. It's like I I've seen him like look over like yes yes yeah you know, and then like Trump signing it. And also here's another thing. I mean, obviously people know about Bill Clinton and the left, but Trump also hired Alex Acosta, who is famous for in Florida giving. Uh, you know, giving Jeffrey Epstein this massive sweetheart deal. So it's like, why, why is Trump so close to all these people? But whatever, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying it's like people, when this information came out, 80% of my feed was like, Trump's innocent, Trump's innocent, Trump's innocent. And it's like, nobody, it's like the Trump drama. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but because I, I want to get back to it. But the, the Trump drama is not a threat to the elites because it drives both sides crazy. 
nobody can think like that what what matters here is what's really going on with epstein is it both parties is it you know who is it it's not like villain hero so like the left has been crazy for six years because they think like trump is hitler or something and they're like oh my gosh everything he does is bad and, and they can't act right and it's like well what about lobbying and they're like we don't care about lobbying anymore why why do you not care about lobbying like you used to care about that well because we just hate trump why you wanted prison reform he did prison reform that's like a liberal progressive thing that trump did but you don't care no i don't care what so it's like i don't listen to the left anymore and i barely talk about them because i don't respect them because they don't even respect themselves or believe what they're saying nothing they say matters they see politics through the lens of like trump is like godzilla he's like oh trumpzilla you know and that's their whole reality but then on the right it's it's like trump is like uh you know robert downey jr in, in iron man 3 and he's coming to save the day so then instead of like reading and researching the documents and trying to connect dots all they're doing is trying to like clear trump's name and be like he's in it's like if he's so innocent, why was uh, Alan Dershowitz staring over him as he sold out the country? Why, you know, why, if he's so innocent, why did he hire the guy that gave out, uh, that gave, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Acosta guy that gave him a sweetheart deal. Like, why would he make it in Trump's cabinet? You look at both cabinets, like whether, you know, Obama and Trump and Biden, clearly something's going on. Cause even when we get an outsider president, whether it's a black guy named Barack or a white guy named or slightly orange guy named Trump, you know, they, they hire all the same people. It's like a lot of the people that are persecuting Republicans now under Biden are people that Trump hired. So it's like e either these people are compromised or they act like they're compromised or they lead like they're compromised. And, you know, their mouth says one thing, their actions say the other. I'm going to get into more stuff, but I do want to read this uh, story real quick. I'll show you the headline and you don't have to believe it. I'm not asking for you to believe it. It's not like New York Post is your God or anything, but you know, apparently Jeffrey Epstein has a brother and apparently he said something interesting. I'm going to read this article. He said, um, Jeffrey Epstein said, if he revealed what I know about both candidates, the 2020 election would have been canceled, um, suggesting that the Clintons and the Trump, you know, Epstein had them both under their thumb. This is uh, I'm just going to read the article. You don't have to get mad or believe it. I just thought it was interesting. Jeffrey Epstein had information on Donald Trump and the Clintons so incendiary it could have upended the 2016 presidential election if made public, according to the dead financier's young brother. Here's a direct quote. If I said what I know about both candidates, they'd have to cancel the election. That's what Jeffrey told me in 2016, Mark Epstein told the Washington Post Wednesday, recalling a conversation he had with his brother about the showdown between Trump and Hillary Clinton. However, the property developer, Mark, 69, demurred when pushed to elaborate, said his brother never revealed him exactly what he knew about the then presidential hopefuls. Both candidates were known to have moved with Epstein's circle, either directly or indirectly. Um, I don't need to tell you how well well uh, Bill Clinton knew Epstein. I mean, is that I, I haven't seen it in a while, but that picture of like Bill Clinton in a dress or something, is that that's real, right? That's not a. I, I got to look that up. Let me see. Bill Clinton dress. Cause like that, I mean, that's like the most compromised thing ever. If oh yeah. It's in Times of Israel. Fascinating. It says painting of Clinton in a blue dress hung in Ep Jeffrey Epstein's home. Like, do you do, do people can people not connect these dots in America? Are people are is their brain so fried on like left wing, right wing, whatever they're doing? Like he had a picture of Bill Clinton in a dress at his house. Is it even possible to have something more compromising? It's just like mocking you. It's like, you're so under my thumb. I have you so compromised. 
that I'm going to mock you by putting you in a dress, painting it or having someone paint it and put it on my wall for everyone that comes over my house to see. Hey, you like my painting of Bill Clinton wearing a dress? Um, not particularly, no. Someone said with a super chat, have I heard of uh, Jay Dyer? He would be a great interview to have. I've heard the name. I haven't seen his thing. I'll keep it in mind. A lot of people are pointing him out, so I'll check out his stuff. I've heard the name a bunch of times. I'm not too familiar with him. Um, so with that being said, it's like I don't, I don't need to get into how Bill Clinton and the Democratic Party or a lot of people in the Democratic Party are compromised by Jeffrey Epstein. What more do you have to say than a painting of the guy in a dress in your house. That's not random. Um, with that being said, I think this is where it kind of gets lost. I'm not pointing accusations. I'll get back to Twitter and see if anybody's got new stuff. But if you look at how the country runs and what people do, it's not hard to see that something's going on. For example, you know, Obama gets in, says change is going to come. Change never comes. There's a bunch of riots and a new Marxist like revolution happening in Ferguson or whatever. And then, you know, it's like, okay, well, eight years went by. Nothing really changed. Well, that that was a fun one to pretend like Obama was going to change it. Now we have this billionaire who's so rich, he doesn't need to take people's money and he's going to like stick it to Hillary Clinton, right? That's like what everybody was sold on. He gets in office and one of the first things he does before he gets into office is he gives Hillary and Bill Clinton a standing ovation and says, I really, really respect these people. Okay, well, now they're not getting arrested because Trump is friends with them and used to donate to them. And the whole locker up thing was just a ploy to get, I think, conservatives to think that they had a guy in office, whatever. Okay, he says he's never going to take their money. And then he takes hundreds of millions of dollars from corporations and mega donors. Who's the biggest mega donor in the GOP? Who's like the George Soros of the right wing? It's not, he's not exactly like George Soros. I'm not saying he's the same or anything, but he gives hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions. It's Sheldon Adelson. What does Sheldon Adelson want when he gives money? I'm not going to say what I think he wants because I've seen videos of what he says he wants, but you're not allowed to say it because they'll say it's anti-Semitic or whatever. So whatever, we'll just pretend like we don't know when he gives hundreds of millions of dollars. Does he want certain foreign policy? I mean, obviously, but you can't say it's like he says it, but I can't say it. So you got to just look it up and watch his videos because obviously, you know, foreign policy matters to him. I'm sure other things matter too. God bless the family. No, no disrespect. But it's like when Pfizer gives money to Democrats or Republicans, what do they what do they want? Like, do I have to pretend like I don't know what they want? They probably want influence of some, you know, for their for their company or industry. Okay, then move forward. It's like Trump literally hires Acosta, who's the guy who gave him a sweetheart deal. Trump signs an anti-Semitism speech bill that goes against everything that Republicans claim to believe that benefits a foreign country and an entire race religion at the, you know, and, and is totally lopsided that doesn't include other ones. And then Alan Dershowitz peering over him, who is now apparently, you know, all over this release. Who did Trump pardon? Look at his pardon list. I'm not going to tell you who he pardoned. He pardoned a foreign spy that spied on America and sold our secrets to other countries. And that's who Trump pardoned, not Julian Assange, not, you know, who he claimed to like pretend like he barely cared about after he used him to win the election, not Edward Snowden, who released the deep state, you know, stuff that information about how they're spying on us. Trump doesn't give a crap. And then his supporters are allegedly, apparently, probably, almost definitely getting persecuted by the FBI. And Trump says he wants to build him a new building. It's just like, 
you know, I don't even want to say what I think about Epstein and Maxwell and all this stuff. Cause at this point, if you can't figure it out, it's on you. I don't really care. So I don't know who did what I'm not here to tell you. You can read the thousand page redacted report. That's going to have more lines than a Tetris tournament. But to me, it's like, nothing's going to change because they're not going to release all the information. And America is just simply not mature enough to handle the information, even if they got it and do something with it. The left is going to scramble and just, you know, try act insane like they always do. The right is just going to run circles around Trump and try to justify why he has nothing to do with it. In reality, you know, Epstein's brother, like I said, I'll just show you this again on the screen. And once again, I'm not saying this is necessarily true, but I, isn't it obvious? I feel like it's pretty obvious. It's like he said that if if um, everyone knew what he knew about both candidates, the 2016 election would have been canceled. Like it doesn't matter who wins, you know? And then when people listen to my stream and they freak out at me and they go, who, who do I vote for? Vivek, Ron DeSantis. It's like, I don't care who you vote for. The election is in a couple of weeks in Iowa. God bless you. But uh, it, to me, it's like you're a pinball and one bumper says Democrats and one bumper says Republicans. One bumper says Obama. One one bumper says Romney and McCain. And it's like it, it, it reminds me of like 2012. I knew they were both phonies. I don't believe I ever voted for any of these people. But in general, it's like I knew Romney was a phony and I knew Obama was a puppet, even at a young age. I, I didn't think Obama was going to like save the world. I was like, he's just a guy. Um, but it's like if, if you don't get that, and you just are like, well, who do I vote for? Obama or Romney? I don't care. I guess Romney, if you want a federal judge or something, but they're working on Obamacare was crafted by Romney also. It literally doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I don't know. What to do you want to pretend like it matters? Then pretend like it matters, but it doesn't. I Like, does that make you feel better? I, I can't comprehend what people want me to tell them to do. It's like, to me, the solution would be both sides acting mature and, you know, fixing the problems together. But that's not the world we live in. The left is insane. The right is insane. Both sides do exactly what they claim to hate on the other side. And they act like five-year-old girls at a, you know, like a sleepover instead of adults like they are. It's like you got 50-year-olds acting like they're four-year-olds. So yeah, you're not going to get results when neither one of you can face the truth. It's like, that's what I've noticed over the last couple of weeks. If, you know, a Republican, I won't name his name. We'll just make up a new name, Clonald Clump. If Clonald Clump takes $100 million from mega donors and corporations and sells his cabinet out just like Clinton, um, I'm not supposed to talk about it. I'm supposed to play stupid and act like it's not happening. And then if I report on it, people accuse me of selling out because I pointed out the facts that he sold out. And I don't have double standards. If I ran for office and I took hundreds of millions of dollars from mega donors and corporations, I wouldn't call it hate speech for you to be like, oh, anomaly selling out his influence. Of course, that's what's happening if I did that. But I like, would you not talk about it? Like, I don't understand if I ran, why wouldn't you talk about that? You don't have to pretend like I'm anomaly from 2019. If I run for politics, take $10 million from the pharmaceutical industry. Like I don't, I can't comprehend what adults are doing. So with the Epstein stuff, it's pretty clear that it was massive, a massive operation that included Democrats, Republicans, people in Clinton's camp, Clinton himself, people in Trump's camp, perhaps Trump himself. I don't really know, but We'll never get to the bottom of it because it's like, oh, they're, they're, it's like all the signs are pointing towards both parties are compromised. Like 
the 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 main narrative in the Republican Party is that Trump is is this like super ethical awesome guy who just constantly got fooled by advisors and he just got fooled by literally everyone all the time so he literally just hired like nearly 100% of the establishment in his cabinet. You can't even name 3 people in his cabinet who weren't establishment shills cuz they all were. People say Scott Atlas, Scott Atlas was an advisor who had zero power. It's like HHS, FDA. Trump hired all swampers. So there's two theories. Like either you think that he's so foolish or you face reality just like was Obama foolish? No, Obama was a puppet. You know, he's he, he, maybe he couldn't do anything. You know, maybe Trump can't do anything. I don't I'm not sure. But like to keep pretending like he's the secret wizard, it's just ridiculous. Like all the signs are pointing. Look at who he pardoned. Look at who he hired. Look at who he surrounded himself with. Look at the executive orders he passed. That's where the information will lead you, but I don't think people really want to do that. So, you know, these Epstein releases, it's just going to do what is always done. It's going to create this massive cat fight online where a bunch of people that would lick the dirt off of a guy's shoes will, will scramble to say, oh, he has nothing to do with it. And then other people will just try to accuse him further. And, you know, I don't know. Let me let me read a few. Let's see. Um, more allegations. This is Technofog. This is a lawyer. Uh, he seems to be going hard at this more allegations by virginia guffrey she was trafficked by epstein and maxwell to have sex with prince andrew maxwell directed her to have sex with billionaire hedge fund manager glenn dubin apparently um victim virginia guffrey says she slept with billionaire tom pritzker another john doe once pritzker is a member of the prestigious aspen institute and executive chairman at a hyatt hotel who else was a visitor to Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach Manson, according to a mansion, according to one witness, Michael Jackson? Yikes. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein admitted, I'm reading his, his feed, by the way, because I don't feel like getting sued by these people, <laughs> even though it's pro it probably is in the thing. I'm just I'm just being careful because I try to be as accurate as I can be. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein admitted to one witness that the allegations against him were true. His excuse, they lied about her age. Allegations against Prince Andrew. Let's see. No. Um, Testimony by one witness. Did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? He like, I don't know. It's like, do do we even have to read something? Like Bill Clinton had a picture of of himself in a dress at Jeffrey Epstein's house. Like, I don't need to read a document to be like, do, do you think Bill Clinton knows Jeffrey Epstein? It's like, yes, absolutely. I I would bet like if there were betting odds. It's like 99%. You know, you're you're getting like five cents to ten dollars. Like that Jeffrey Epstein didn't know. Like it's just it's just ridiculous. But um I'm guessing, you know, I don't know for sure. With all of these files, they're probably going to cover up as much as they possibly can. They're probably gonna cover for the most important powerful people. And probably people that they compromise that they don't like are the ones that they're going to throw under the bus. You know, the ones that they got that actually, you know, got tricked or whatever. I mean, I don't know how you get tricked like that, but, you know, those are probably the ones that they're going to throw to the fire. But maybe not. Maybe this is like a real revelation that over the next couple of weeks, everything's going to come out. I just don't think so. I'm going to ask in the comment section. I'm not going to say my opinion because uh, I feel like. I just don't feel like it. But uh, who do you think Jeffrey Epstein worked for? I think he worked for a lot of people. I think it's pretty obvious like what's going on. But apparently, you know, you're not allowed to say it or it's you're not allowed to have an opinion. I watched uh, Kim Iverson. She had uh, Alan Dershowitz on one time and, you know, she said her opinion and he was like, nonsense. And I was like, well, maybe or maybe not. Um, let's see. I'll read a few of your comments. 
Someone said CIA Mossad operation Mossad in the USA. Someone said Tim Cast got shut down. Why did Tim? Why did Tim get shut down? Um, let me see. Someone said, yeah. Let me see. Sorry. Exactly. The flight logs don't mean as much as. Here's what. I mean, I'll read a few more from the list, or at least from the the reports. It seems like he was well connected. Was like a you know like maybe like a high end sex offer. Like, do you want to have sex with people? Like rich people, a lot of times they'll like pay for stuff, you know, like everything. But uh, it's like, here's this, here's that. And then he's just like hanging out with people all the time. And he's like the go-to, like, yo, this guy's got, or whatever. And then he's just compromising everybody and, you know, probably like taking videos or pictures or whatever. And then using that, I mean, I'm not blowing anything out of the water. I think this is what everyone thinks. But, uh, and then it's like, well, you know, do you want this to come out? Do you want this to come out? Well, no, of course not. That would throw me in jail or that would, uh, you know, embarrass me in front of the world. Okay, well then, you know, why don't you do this instead of doing this? Why don't you pass this policy instead of this policy? Why don't you pass this executive order instead of not passing this executive order? Because you could not pass this executive order. But if you don't pass this executive order, you know, the press will find this information. Um, that seems to be what it was. It was probably a... a you know, sex ring that was doing underage stuff, but was telling them that they weren't doing underage stuff or they were just telling them they were. I don't, I have no idea, but you know, I'm not like blowing anything out of the water. I think everybody thinks that. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to read some more. I'm just trying to like, it, it's going so fast. So many people are saying stuff. All right, let's see this guy, Pedro Gonzalez. He doesn't like Trump. I just want to get his perspective and then I'll go to people that are like, he's innocent. He's innocent. Uh, Pedro said people are, go are really going to ignore that the documents released today show Epstein had a direct line to Trump and would call him up like a friend when they visited the casino. Um, the Jeffrey Epstein files have been unsealed. Testimony from one witness. Did Jeffrey Epstein ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? Answer. He said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. It's like everybody already thinks, I, like, what's going to be done with this information? I don't know. Is, like, is someone going to go arrest Bill Clinton? Probably not. Is he going to go to court? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Jeffrey Epstein was funded by Lex Wesner, somebody said. Mm. I'll read a few comments. Let's see. Someone said it's a nothing burger. Yeah, and what I've been learning with politics, I mean, this is like outside of the Epstein stuff. Obviously, this is a... Someone said anomaly. Wouldn't the small fry rat out the big guys? I'll talk about that before I was going to say what I was going to say. It's an interesting concept, like how they've kept this all hidden is, is, is like, um, is, I wouldn't say amazing. That's not the right word, but fascinating because you would think even in the age of cell phones and technology, like if you're compromising, like everyone, even they were going for Elon, I think they set his brother up with like a date or something like uh, Ghislaine did that or something like these people were everywhere. You know what I'm saying? For decades, 
it's crazy how hush hush they've kept it all. It's it's actually extraordinary. It, it makes you think that it is one big club, you know, because sometimes people will be like, well, how, how could they do that? It, I, I remember when it comes to not to really divert the topic, but when it comes to like flat earth and globe earth, I watch debates on that sometimes just because it's interesting. Like I'll, you know, I'll watch, I won't say I'll watch anything, but I'm like, oh, I want to see a flat earth debate. That'll be fun. Um, and one time I watched one, it was like Stefan Molyneux versus some guy. Whatever happened to Stefan Molyneux? That guy was interesting. But anyway, and the Stefan Molyneux was into the globe theory and the other guy was into the flat theory. And I thought I would go into it feeling like, oh, this, the globe guy's going to crush the flat earth guy. It's going to make him look stupid. But Stefan Molyneux didn't really know that much. Maybe he's not a globe expert, but he was like, how could everybody lie at once? That was one of his main points. Like, you think every country could lie at once, which is a crazy theory. I mean, there's other things that you could probably point to if you're a glober. But in general, I was like, that's not really the best talking point because during COVID, nearly every country did everything the same. You know, it's like every, it's like 99% of the countries did exactly what they all did. I think the only ones who didn't were like Sweden a little bit. Um, What's that guy who played hockey that's friends with Putin? I forget the country, but it's one of those like Russian adjacent countries where the guy's like, drink vodka, play hockey. Who cares? Don't lock down. I forget the name. What's the, hold on. Let me see. Drink vodka, hockey, COVID. What was that guy's name? Oh, Belarus, I think it was. Uh, Lukashenko. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's a madman. Uh, anyway, not like that bad, but with this sort of stuff, it's like, how could how could the small fries not rat out the big guys? Like, if they fake the moon landing, how come no country will say it? Like, does that mean it's real because no country says they're all saying it? Like, is was lockdowns good because every country did it? You know, I'm not saying that all those things are true or false. I'm just, it's like, how how has nobody really done anything? Like, I don't know. When Epstein, quote unquote, died or whatever they said, what did they say happened? He killed himself. Um it's like, oh, damn. And you're like, what happened? Like, oh, he's he died. And it's like, how? It's like, we're not sure. Why are you not sure? Uh, the the cam the cameras didn't work. The cameras didn't work. Like, you're telling me, like, what are we, what is this? Like a 7-Eleven with a you know Windows PC running the thing? Like, cameras work at at 7-Elevens. You're in a high security prison with the, probably like the biggest number one most important important prisoner in the world and the and the guards were sleeping and the things didn't work like and then these these are the same people in the government that will take trillions of dollars and billions of dollars and, and print omnibus bills you guys like green light trillions of dollars being spent but you can't even hire an extra security guard for jeffrey epstein with my tax money it's a joke like they, they're mocking us you know it's just like it, it doesn't matter but here's my opinion and i'm not blaming trump it's just like nothing nobody cares about anything because it's just like oh you know, oh, it was Hillary. Oh, it was, it's like a, it's like a story. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock her up patriots. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And then he's like, Hillary, I respect you. I used to donate to you. God bless you. And everyone's like, wait, I thought she was getting locked up. It's like, no, you know, like you thought that, but you were wrong, it, you know? So how, how could a camera break? How could a guard fall asleep? How, how could no small fry rat out the big guy? How come nobody comes out and says it? It's fat. How come every country did the same thing in lockstep for the most part? I don't know. You know, like it, it makes you feel like it is just a theater that's above everything. And I think if you're honest and you've paid attention to politics, 
you could tell that there's people above the politicians. I mean, it's not really that hard to fathom or figure out. So um, to me, a politician is a professional middleman. Like that's what they're good at. They're good at looking you in the eyes and making you feel like they care about you when in reality they don't. And the better the politician, the better they are at conning you. I've been conned one time in my life, but I'm a boss and I got my money back. I, I tracked the guy down because he stole money in a, in a Craigslist scheme. But the reason it worked was because he didn't look like a scammer. He didn't act like a scammer. He looked like a normal guy. It's not like he was down and out acting like a crackhead. He acted so normal. And that's what made him a good scammer. I got my money back because I was broke. I had no money. And I was like, bro, you're going to, you know, I, I literally like tracked this guy down. I was like, give me my money back. No, no, I don't want I, like, I was like, no, I'm broke. Like I'm, you know, I'm like an animal like with nothing. You know what I'm saying? If I had money, I probably would have let him go, but I had nothing. I was like, you're not going to steal this money from me. But anyway, that's what made him a good con man. He didn't look like one, you know? And what does a con man look like? I don't know. I, I would assume just like sketchier and less smooth, you know, but he wasn't any of those things. He looked like somebody's uncle or somebody's friend that was just totally normal, totally like chill guy. Looked like he could have been like a police officer or something. Like he looked like real clean and stuff. But anyway, you know, that's what politics is. It's like people who they they're able to talk to the bankers and they're able to talk to you they're able to talk to klaus schwab they're able to talk to you they take meetings with bill gates and then they tell you something else. like that's what they're good at like you know trump goes and does a meeting for bill gates he takes a meeting with them they talk about a universal flu vaccine in 2018 he passes it through executive order in 2019 and then his whole base just sits online and pretends like they're fighting bill gates or something even though their guys working with bill gates you know he goes to World Economic Forum. He says, ah, you know, you guys are doing the wrong thing. America first nationalism. And then he tells Klaus Schwab he thinks he's doing a fantastic job. It's like, mm, well, OK, you know that they're just like they're good at just saying everything. It's like, oh, he was against lockdowns. Yeah, but he was also for lockdowns. He's also pro-choice and he's pro-life. He's pro-Second Amendment, but he thinks they should take the guns first and go to court second in some cases. And of course, if they do that in some cases, they'll start doing it in all cases and they'll use it against you. But he doesn't care. It's like. That's what a politician is. That's why with Vivek, he's looking very promising, right? He's well-spoken. He's articulate. He's smart. He's witty. He's quick. And, and he's saying all the right things, literally all the right things. It, it would be like, say what I want you to say, type it in chat GPT. Uh, and, and then he does it. And it's like, damn, maybe he'll be different. But odds are that he won't be, that he's just a really good politician just like he was a really good pharma salesman and it's like when he was a pharmaceutical guy he's in china trying to do pharmaceutical deals and now he's against china you know he had the largest ipo in modern history for biotech and then he sold a bunch of investors went on jim kramer and told him how great his drug was going to be and got people to think it was really going to work and and the stock went from 200 dollars to under a dollar it was literally like in my view one of the biggest uh whatever you want to call it in modern history. So like the evidence is there that he is that great to sell something so big and so huge that's not. So I'm not saying he'll be that. I hope he's not. But that's what I believe politicians are. But it's hard for people to think that their guy might be doing that. It's like a scary thought. So then they're like, well, it's totally different. He's totally not in on it. It's like, hopefully, maybe. But the, the evidence, like, I, I guess I just don't see politics the same with Obama. I don't think Obama's running the government. I don't think Obama's like people are like Obama's running Bill, but like you think Obama's that powerful? That's just as stupid as like people blaming Trump for everything, you know, on the left. Like that's like the main narrative in Republican circles that Obama's running the Biden administration. Obama wasn't even running the Obama administration. What are you talking about? You think Obama's like that's who you think is the top level? Obama? 
give me a break. There's there's people five layers above Obama that wouldn't let him do anything either, just like Biden. And it's like same thing with Trump. Like the main theory is that he meant to do it, but he just made a mistake or he got tricked or he got fooled. It's like that's what you want to believe because you want to believe that he's different because it makes you feel good inside. So then I've come to the conclusion that I don't think that it's like only the media's fault. I don't think that it's only the left's fault. And I don't think that it's only the rhino's fault. I think it's our fault. I take accountability where it's like, if this is how adults act in politics, they're never going to get to the bottom of the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. They're never going to get to the bottom of banking or media or, you know, the pharmaceutical scams. Like they, they're not, they're not ready for that. They don't want that. They want a show. They want a story. They want to act like, you know, drunk sports fans at a Raiders game that their beer bellies popping up and down, slapping them in the face, talking about an interception. They want to yell like that's what people want. So like, why? What am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to just pretend like lie to myself? Like, I don't get it. If people want to, that's fine. But with the Epstein stuff, you know, Republicans will say, oh, it, it was just Democrats and other Republicans and not Trump. Then why did he hire the guy who gave him a sweetheart deal. There's millions of people in this country. Why would you hire the guy, literally the one guy who gave Epstein and helped Epstein, probably the most at that time, Alex Acosta, why would you hire him to secretary of labor? He's good at the job market, the guy who gave Epstein a sweetheart deal. Why are you passing bills that say you can't criticize a foreign country with Alan Dershowitz looking over your shoulder? You just That's just what Republicans and Trump do. They pass speech protest bills that say you can't criticize a foreign country with Alan Dershowitz staring over their shoulder. It's like every sign is pointing towards it doesn't, it's not even that different, but I know, you know, most Republican pages, they'll, they'll literally just be like, oh, it's we're, we're so not in on it. Our guy's so not. It's like, okay, you could pretend that, but none of the evidence points towards that. And, and it's one of these things too. I'm going to hold on one second. Justin, Stephen Hawking was mentioned in Jeffrey Epstein documents. It's alleged that Hawking participated in an underage orgy. Is that true? That makes a good joke. I mean, it's not funny, obviously, but it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on, Jeffrey? And you're like, ew, dude. Like, Stephen Hawking? Dude. I mean, no comment. I'm not trying to like make a light of this, but something about Stephen Hawking just wiling out at Epstein Island just doesn't sit right with me. Damn. Okay. Everybody's making fun of it on Twitter. I guess you can. Listen, I believe they're like, what, you know, they're like, just go pretend to be a science expert. Talk about black holes and like the universe and stuff. He's like, I, I believe that the universe is very complex. It's very complex. And there's a billion trillion planets with orbs of light and Neil deGrasse Tyson can pick up from here. It's like, yeah, but were you at Epstein Island though? You know, were you there? He's like, don't worry about that. It, that's in a galaxy far, far away. You know, listen to Alan Dershowitz on Newsmax. He'll tell you what's going on. It's like, all right. Um, creepy. Uh, let's see. Read a few more. A page called Defund Israel Now is claiming that three Mossad agents were found in Epstein's residence with adult sex toys and pedophile tapes. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they're saying. Let's see. Daily Mail is saying friends of Jeffrey Epstein have given more than $100,000 to Vivek Ramaswamy's 2024 camp, uh, run, even as he demands full transparency of dis disgraced financiers. 
I don't know if that's true or not. Like they'll run with a headline. Like what makes you a friend of Jeffrey Epstein? But I'm just, I'm just reading stuff in my feed. Cause I know people came here. I'm not just trying to give them like a normal stream. I know people want to hear stuff. Let's see. Glad my name has been cleared. Said uncle Hotep. People were joking that he was on the list. Let's see. Um, Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna wait 24 hours before I really dive in on it, but th that's just what I'm seeing so far. Let's read some comments. Or not. They closed on me. Let's see. Did you guys see that court thing of that uh there was like some dude some lady was a judge and she was like, "Did you guys see that video?" If not, you got to watch it. She was like, you know, I think you deserve something else. And she was like, you're going like she, you know, she sent him back to jail. And this dude jumps over is the craziest thing I've ever seen. He jumped over the judge thing and just tackled this judge into like a pole. I was like, what? Aren't, aren't there supposed to be people there? Like, what did they expect? I don't know. How, how did they allow him to do that? Like, that's you got to have security in a freaking courthouse, right? Uh, Venice Beach Dub Club said, was Jimmy Kimmel on it? If not, that sucks. Uh, I don't think he was in this one, but I, I don't know. Listening to what Aaron Rodgers said back, he never said he was on the list. He just said that he would be upset at like when it came out, like maybe hinting that his friends were on it or something. But someone said we're in for an interesting year. I, yeah, dude, I, I did the slow motion version of that tackle, by the way. If you go to my Twitter, I slowed it down 50% and he was like, he called her a B-I-T-C-H and just jumped over. It's wild, dude. That's, yeah. Someone said kangaroo court. Dude, but that's also like being a judge, dude. That, I, I can't imagine being a judge. You're talking shit to like psychotic felons. You're like, all right, Gerald, you know, I think you deserve a little more prison time. He's like, F-U-B-I-T-C-H. And I was like, I don't know. I'd feel real uncomfortable just putting people in prison all the time. I mean, somebody's got to do it. But like, dude, what a crazy, you're, you're like talking trash like you're Judge Judy and stuff. You know, you're like, haha, you're going back to jail. And he's like, well, nah, lady, not today. And I, like he jumps over like a wombat. I'm like, dude, I do not. I would not want that job. Then you got to walk around knowing you put like thousands of the craziest people in the world into prison and they hate you. You know, they, they like remember you. You're like the last face they saw before they went to prison. You're like, you're going back, Junior. It's like, dude, what a what a crazy profession. Uh, Someone said Kimmel is going down. I don't, I mean, I don't think so, but someone said this is the year members of the CIA get arrested. Doubtful. My uh, Facebook feed is freezing. Is that true? Probably not, but whatever. Someone said he's still going to jail, even if he tackled. Oh, he's for sure going to jail now. I mean, in my professional slash totally unprofessional opinion, tackling a judge you're like you know you're like i don't deserve that let me commit a crazier crime than i already committed to prove that i'm not a criminal it's like dude like is that guy gonna get out in a couple of years you know because that seems like a guy that's probably gonna do something again you know it's just like that's got to be a high crime shouldn't you go to jail for a long long time at, at that point or no it's like oh this guy you know, this guy's totally going to act right now because he check notes, committed three felonies and check notes and then, you know, tackled a judge. Um, he'll definitely he definitely learned his lesson by trying to kill the judge.
it's like how many i don't know what the sentence is for that but i would assume long someone said 20 in 20 years is this guy gonna just not do that again i don't know i mean i never mind no comment someone said he'll get out in a week probably I don't agree with what he did, but I understand. That's what I was going to say. But like, obviously that's terrible, horrible. I do not justify that crime. But like she was talking, she was like, she was being real snippy. You know, I would not have tackled that person, obviously. But like, she was like, ha, 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 ha. And he was like, hell no. <laughs> I was like, you know, 95% of me is like, get that criminal out of here. That's disgusting. What does America become? And 5% of me is like, I get it. You know, I like, but I wouldn't do it, but I get it. Um, but yeah, let's see. Where's Aaron Rodgers healing his his foot? Probably. Someone said if I was a judge, I'd lay the same on extra thick. They should give a judge a gun. You know what I'm saying? That would be. T Imagine if you had a judge and they just had like a shotgun. You know, and she's like, Ch -ch -ch. she's like, you're going out, boy, and you're like, and then he comes over and just is like, never mind. Maybe that's not the solution. But in my head, it was more entertaining. What's my favorite ice cream? Uh, I don't really eat ice cream. I'm a grown up. No, I'm just kidding. I, you know, right now, if I could, this isn't an ice cream flavor, but like I would eat a banana foster, you know what I'm saying? Some bananas, however they make that with a slice of like banana ice cream or something. That's just what I'm seeing. I'm visualizing a banana foster. Mm. What's my favorite sexual position? Praying to the Lord is my favorite one. I love I love getting on my knees and saying a prayer and say, Lord Jesus Christ, please, please heal the degenerate, disgusting mind of Duke in my comment section. Um, just kidding. All right, let's go back to Twitter. We'll see if we can find any updates. Um, let's see. I'll just search Epstein in the title bar. See what people are saying. I know it's going to be underwhelming, but Stephen Hawking, he's like, listen, I swear I did not go to the island. I thought I was going to Neptune. I really thought Neil deGrasse Tyson told me that it, it was actually Pluto and, and we were going to figure out if it was a planet or not. And when I got to Epstein Island, I realized that Pluto is a planet, and I talked to NASA, who mysteriously can't go to the moon anymore, and, you know, or doesn't want to because they don't have the technology or something. It's like, all right, bro, whatever. Mm. And Wokeness said, Donald Trump banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago all the way back in 2007. Attorney Bradley Edwards named Trump as the only one who helped him in his case against Epstein. And now the unsealed court documents say that Trump was never on Epstein Island or ranch. Nice. And that's that's going to dominate like Republican Twitter. They're going to be like, see, see. And then the left's going to be like, see, see. And it's like going to be doink, 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 doink. And then it's like, all right, no one's going to care. You know, it's over. Someone said David Copperfield is on there. Is that true? Wait, no, that's not David Blaine, right? I. I have a funny, I, I think I've told it before, but like David Blaine, I think stole one of my dates one time or like maybe I was on a, I was on like a dating app date. Okay. Breaking David Copperfield has been named. Okay. I was hoping it's the other guy. I mean, not that I root against him, but I, uh, 
I was on a date one time. This is a true story. It's a crazy story. Um, I think it was like one of the dating apps, right? And I had like, you know, a cute female that was, uh, you know, just meeting me for like coffee or something in the middle of Hollywood. And I'm sitting there and there's this random street like clown or some stupid like character. And keep in mind in Hollywood, there's like characters everywhere. It's like thousands of street people just trying to, you know, take your money. So I'm sitting there and there's this guy like, want to see a trick? And I'm like, dude, they're like, he's a crackhead. You know, like I, I know these people. I live. In that, I lived in that neighborhood for years. Like a lot of them are literally just like crackheads or just trying to make money or whatever. And they're, they, they, they hassle you. And I'm like, get this guy away from me. And she's like, no, no, I want to see his trick. And I'm like, ugh, you know, this is annoying. And he's doing these tricks. Right. Uh, and it's just like, whatever. I'm like not paying attention. She's loving it. And I'm like, this is, you know, this, this crackhead's going to ruin my date. And then he like rips off. He was in like, he, he had like a face mask on to look like ugly and weird. And then he rips his face mask off and he goes, I'm David Blaine. This is the show. And I was like, what the hell? Like, that's David Blaine. And then, you know, he, he's like, add me on Instagram. She was like, can I message you on Instagram? I was like, David Blaine's really going to come undercover and steal my freaking Tinder date? Disrespectful. That was like, that was like a crazy moment. And then uh, it was just like a first, like, you know, I didn't, wasn't really going anywhere anyway. It's not like every date's a good one, but that like, I was like, dude, Ever since then, I'm like, why did, why did he, like, what was that? Th that really happened? It's crazy. Now I'm like, you know, every time I see him, I'm like, dude, that guy, that guy sucks. He's overrated. They're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't think he's as good as everyone else thinks he is. I have no idea what happened afterwards, but it's like, I never saw that chick again. Someone said, conservatives say that uh, Trump kicked Epstein out of his club, but then Trump put Alex Acosta in his administration. Yeah, I mean, this is why I'm saying like Republicans, it, it's just like a joke. Like if you want like if you want friends and social circles and like, you know, to go to galas and, and to act like you're five years old and find like a team that you like, then you join that movement. And then everybody acts like, oh, that there's no evidence. It's like he might have not went to the island, but he absolutely hired Alex Acosta and he signed a law that said you can't criticize a foreign country with Alan Dershowitz peering over his shoulder. You know, it's like. It, it's obvious to me, but like people don't want to see it. So what's the point of arguing with people all the time? I'm going to get like flicked off by like 75 year old grandmas on Facebook. They're like, screw you, screw you. It's like, all right, grandma, you know, sorry. Um, question, who does Anomaly support? I like Thomas Massey. I think he's ethical. I want to give you an example. And imagine if there's a car dealership and there's four car salesmen there. And the car is like a beat up lemon, which if you don't know what a lemon means, it means like a a, a rip off, like a car that doesn't work. And, and the one says, here, you should buy this lemon for $20,000. And the other one goes, you should buy it for $100,000. And this one goes, you should get buy it for a million. You should go into debt for 40%, you know, whatever interest rate. And I'm like, yo, they're all lying. And then you go, well, which one do I pick? And I'm like, I don't care. Pick the one you want, but you, like, you don't have to pick one. Obviously, you have to vote or you don't vote. But like at the end of the day, like it's not your responsibility to lie to yourself. You know, it's like watching a football Super Bowl and telling yourself it's cricket. It's not cricket. You could pick a team, but it's not what you're saying it is like. It's just not. So it's like I don't, my solution is just calling it like you see it. I like Thomas Massey. I think he's the most ethical. I think he's the most transparent. And I think he's the least sold out person in Congress. I, it's not my fault that 98 percent of people are sold out. It's just is what it is. I wish 
there was an answer between Mitt Romney and Obama. It's like, who do you want? I, I don't care. Like, I didn't, I don't think I voted in either of those two elections. And I believe at the time I knew that they were both full of shit, but I thought Obama was more promising because he was like new, you know? So I'm like, oh, maybe like, I know Romney's a, a liar. I know I've always known McCain is a liar. And I always knew Trump made a mistake when he endorsed Mitt Romney. And tr it's just a joke, guys. He and you think Trump at 70 years old didn't know who Mitt Romney was, but I knew at 27, even like it, it, these people are just mocking you. They're like, how stupid are you? And you're like, very, very, very. And it's like, well, then they're going to keep doing it. You know, like, why wouldn't they keep doing it if that's what people want? They don't. They're like, oh, he just made a mistake. He made a mistake. You're telling me that he didn't know that Mitt Romney was a uniparty shill but 98% of his audience knew, why would you follow a leader that's literally dumber than you are? Like every one of his supporters knows that, you know, the pharmaceutical shot isn't what they thought it was, but he didn't know. That's the dumbest theory ever. It's like you have to literally play dumb to be a liberal or a conservative. So who do I like? I like Thomas Massey. Uh, you know, in, in an election between Obama and McCain, who do I want? I don't care. You know, in this next election, I guess Trump, because he might build a border wall and his border policy is better. I prefer Trump over Biden because of his border policy, but he's still sold out. He's still probably going to hire the swamp. He's still going to pass laws for a foreign country and nobody's going to care. And if you notice, the right wing will get more mad at you than the left. It's like, you know, a lot of conservative followers are controlled opposition, even though I'm not saying they mean to be. It's because literally they don't do enough to fix the problem. And the second that you come in and point out what they're missing, they freak out at you. It's like they stand at the gate and do nothing and literally just cheer like drunken sports fans. And the second that I have the courage to do what 95% of influencers won't say or do, they literally get mad at me. It's literally controlled opposition. It's like, we're going to stand here, do nothing, play fantasy world. And if you do reporting that's factually accurate, that bothers us, we're going to lash out at you even harder than the left does. Then what's the point of trying to please or help these people? It's like, they literally want to get scammed. You know, it's like, that's why I pointed out the green day thing the other day. Cause I saw all these memes saying, if you, you know, oh, green day's pro Pfizer, green day's pro establishment. Cause they, they're against the MAGA agenda. The MAGA agenda is pro Pfizer. Trump hired Trump has done more for Pfizer than Travis Kelsey and Green Day combined. That's a fact. He took a million dollars from them. He hired them to run the government. And then he bought 100 million of their doses with socialist money. And nobody says a damn thing. So it's like in your head, like this is why I don't mesh with a lot of these Republican accounts anymore, because it's like they're acting like opposing Trump and the MAGA agenda is 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 pro Pfizer when the MAGA and Trump agenda is pro Pfizer. The people aren't. But it doesn't matter what you think if he's doing that. And you guys don't even like notice you boo for five seconds and then he still does it anyway it's like you know he finally got the hint to just stop talking about it but he's like he's like oh yeah republicans don't want to hear this but my democrat friends want to hear it and they say i saved 100 million lives so i'll just tell my democrat friends like okay um someone said to be fair, Trump did hook up Big Pharma at the start of COVID. Yeah, but all of the information's there. Like people will message me mad. They're like, he just got tricked by Fauci. That's what you think. But if you follow the receipts, he took a million dollar donation before all the Fauci stuff or before you even knew who Fauci was. He took a million dollar donation from Pfizer. He literally did the opposite of what he said he was going to do and what he knows and went with the pharmaceutical lobby. He hired them for the two biggest health positions in government. HHS is above Fauci and he hired a 
pharmaceutical lobbyist for it. He had meetings with Bill Gates in 2018. He passed pharmaceutical executive order for universal flu vaccines in 2019. And then he gave them $18 billion and then he bought their doses. It's all like Trump scammed you a thousand times and that's what happened. But then low IQ influencers or people who don't want to face the truth are like, oh, he, he got tricked by Fauci. Guys, he did 50 things uh, before the Fauci stuff. He's not, you got tricked. He didn't get tricked. But the thing is, I don't want to talk about this for the rest of my life. I'm not going to be caught in a goofy loop with these people. You know, I, I, like I want to move on and do other stuff because it's like, why? But here's here's my thought is like, what can I really do where if that's how Republicans want to act and that's how Democrats want to act, I believe that this country is going to keep going in the wrong direction and it deserves to go in the wrong direction. Like, I don't agree with most Republicans that they're victims, victims of the deep state victims. They're not. How are you a victim of the deep state when you're voting for the same guy that put in the guy that's persecuting you that works for Biden now because it's a uniparty guy? How are you the victim? You, you had four years to find somebody better. And there's thousands of people in Republican media and politics that and you pick the same guy at 77 years old. Like you're not a victim. You're, you're an idiot. You know, so it's like, is he better than Biden? You would hope so, obviously, but like, what does that mean? My tube of toothpaste is better than Biden. Should I let it drive my car? You know, like you had four years to replace a tube of toothpaste and you picked a tube of toothpaste. So deal with it. And then everyone's going to cry and play the victim for four years. And it's, it's a joke. Um, so then what do you do? Let's see. Um, Alan Dershowitz, okay, we got a Dershowitz response. Breaking, Alan Dershowitz responds to the explosive new allegations. Explosive new allegations made against him in the Epstein documents. Here, let me let me do a Tim pool. Oh my gosh, holy, holy smokes, guys. Here, I'm, I'm gonna do, this is, this, this is my Tim pool impression. Oh my gosh, Dershowitz responded. Civil war, civil war. Oh, 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 oh my gosh, guys. Oh my gosh, oh my beanie, my beanie, put it back on, put it back on. Oh my gosh, did you see my head? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Holy smokes, guys. Wow, whoa, Dershowitz, what? Who would have saw that coming besides literally everyone ever, all the time? Um. Anyway, Dershowitz responds to explosive new Epstein revelations. Guys, freak out, oh my gosh, there's gonna be a civil war, buy my merch. Doink, 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 uh, you know. Uh, the much anti okay, we'll just read it. The documents allege that Epstein forced an underage girl to have sex with Alan Dershowitz on numerous occasions at his home in Florida and on private planes. The document also alleges that Dershowitz was an eyewitness to sex abuse of other girls. Dershowitz, Dershowitz issued a lengthy videotaped statement tonight where he said that he was only included in the documents because he was Epstein's lawyer. He admitted that he flew on the plane numerous occasions, but claimed that he was accompanied by other lawyers, politicians, and his own family members. Nice. Let us know who they were. You know, he's like, oh, I wasn't the only one on those planes. Let it loose, Dersh. Come on. Let it fly, baby. Who, who, else was fly who else was flying high with you? He's like, listen, I wasn't the only one on those planes. There were other politicians there and other lawyers there. Let's... Let's let's get it. This is what we need. We need one pissed off person to just out everybody. You know, that's a good time. Um, he said, I had an innocent relationship with a man who I didn't know. Nobody suspected had done anything wrong. When my granddaughter had a soccer tournament, he let us he lent us his house in Florida. 
That eventually turned out to be a location for so many question, questionable and illegal activities. Yes, I was on the island once. My wife, my daughter, and I were vacationing in the Caribbean, and he had just bought the island. And he had asked us to come and say hello and visit the island, so I did. Dershowitz then said he had a falling out with Epstein over a plea bargain he negotiated on his Florida charges that required minimal jail time and his registration as a sex offender. He hated it. In fact, he wouldn't pay me the fee because he thought I did a terrible job. Is he talking about the Alex Acosta plea deal? Let's look. Who's Alex Acosta? Oh, he was the United States Secretary of Labor. He must know a lot about jobs from 2017 to 2019 under President Donald Trump. Let's look into the Epstein case. In 2008, U.S. Attorney Acosta approved a federal non-prosecution agreement with Jeffrey Epstein. That secret agreement, conducted without consulting the victims, was later ruled illegal by a federal judge for violating the Crime Victim Rights Act. In March 2005, the Palm Beach Police Department began a 13-month undercover investigation of Epstein, including a search of his home based on reports that he was having he was having sex trafficking of minors. FBI investigated resulted in the 53-page indictment in June 2007. Acosta then the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida agreed to a plea deal to grant immunity from all federal criminal charges to Epstein, along with four named co-conspirators and unnamed potential co-conspirators. That agreement essentially shut down an ongoing FBI probe whether there were more victims and other powerful people who took part of Epstein's sex crimes. At the time, this halted the investigation and sealed the indictment. So the guy who literally stopped the Epstein investigation gave him a sweetheart deal deal to get off federal charges and stop the FBI from looking into it, was hired by Donald Trump. But yeah, guys, it's only the left, right? It's like, it's so dumb, you know? And at this point, it's like, it's the reason I don't even talk. I got to figure something out because I don't talk about liberals that much. I mean, I point out what like the politicians are doing and Eric Adams and certain things Biden's doing, but it's like the left, they're just a joke to me. You know, it's like, I don't want to be like, look how dumb they are. Yeah, it's its its so dumb that if I keep talking about it, I'm going to get dumber. And I think that's what happened to a lot of Republicans. Like they talked about how dumb the left was so much. Now they're literally as dumb as the left and they don't even realize they're like, ha 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 ha. And both sides are like pointing at each other like, like ha ha ha. And you're like, you're both dumb. You're both annoying. You're both fake. Like get over it. Um, I'm starting to feel that way with like Republicans now. Like it's that it's so it wasn't this way, or at least I didn't perceive it to be this way a few years ago. Now the the average like thought process in it is so goofy and dumb. It's like I feel like I'm getting dumber talking about it all the time. So I gotta like read more books and do do like intellectually stimulating things. I play chess on my phone now. You know, I try to try to up uh, up some stuff, but let's see. Someone said Whitney Webb is controlled opposition. I've never heard that before, but everybody's got a theory. Here's what I want to say too. This is going to be unpopular, but it is, I believe true when it comes to like Epstein, whether it's Trump, whether it's Dershowitz, and I'm not saying they're innocent or guilty. It's not up to me. I don't, I have no idea. I'm just saying just because you knew Jeffrey Epstein doesn't mean you were guilty just because you like hung out with them. It definitely doesn't mean you were guilty. And I would even go as far to say, even if you visited his property in Ireland, it doesn't necessarily mean you're guilty because I don't think they were doing it every second all the time. They were probably trying to compromise people and pull them in and then do stuff where I'm sure there's some people who got away and never did anything. I know this is unpopular. I'm not covering anything up. I have nothing to do with this. My opinion literally doesn't matter. But it's one of those things where people are like, 
like, well, you knew that person. It's like, just because you knew that person doesn't mean you knew what they were doing all the time. With that being said, there's clearly a lot of people that were compromised. There's clearly a lot of people who knew them really well. There's clearly a lot of people who are in on it. Um, but, you know, I just think that's true. I mean, it's not going to be like a popular thing to say, but that's like sometimes like people will connect dots with me and they'll be like, you, you were on a, you, you were on a rap poster with this guy seven years ago. It's like, yeah. So you think I know everything about them all the time because I did a rap show and opened for them or, or they open for me. It's like, that's not necessarily how it works, but you know, and I, I mean, this is obviously a more serious one. And the reason everybody's speculating, it's one of those things like with conspiracy theories, like there wouldn't be that much, there wouldn't be that many conspiracy theorists if everyone wasn't lying all the time. Even some of the dumbest, fakest conspiracy theories, I'm not saying they're justified. I'm just saying I know why they're so lost. They're so lost because they know everyone's lying to them. So they're trying to pick up the pieces. They're just not good at it. It's the same thing with this. It's like nobody would be doing false Epstein accusations if you just told us what happened with Epstein, because we obviously know that lots of people were compromised, lots of politicians were comp compromised, lots of CEOs were compromised, and lots of you know people were in on it. But we can't get a real answer, so then everybody just runs with everything, and uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, uh, luckily for me, I I'm not involved. Like, I don't, I wasn't important enough for him to even go at me. You know. Like with Elon, there's a picture of like Ghislaine Maxwell in the background. I'm not saying Elon's compromised. I have no idea. But it's like they, these people were everywhere. Like if you were a man of influence or fame, they're just like trying, you know, it, it's crazy how they got away with this stuff. It's literally like pretty fascinating, you uh, know, in a horrific way. But it's like they're everywhere all the time. Like who's famous? Who's important? It seems like a 30 year operation, like go after everybody. So I would guess. I don't know the percentage, but I would guess that there's dozens of famous people that didn't do anything, but they wanted them to do stuff, you know, and then there's probably hundreds of people who did do stuff. So I don't know. Someone said, what's one fake conspiracy theory? I'm pretty sure they're all mostly true uh, that Donald Trump is secretly the president of the United States and that the Capitol Police were not there to arrest you. They were there to arrest the good guys like, uh, you know, even with like QAnon, lots of elements of it are not all wrong. It's not like they're 100% wrong. They mix truth with fiction and then create their own adventure. If you've ever read R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, it's like a children's book I used to read when I was a kid. They came out with these R.L. Stein Goosebumps that were like, choose your own adventure. They're pretty cool. It was like, okay, like, do you want to, do you want to go this way or that way? If you want to go this way, go to page 54. If you want to go this way, go to page 84. And it's really cool. Um, with that being said, that's what QAnon does. They'll be like, well, this is happening. And then this is happening. So it must mean this, 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 and this, but it also might not mean this. Like it, it's creating this live fantasy cosplay where people get to pretend like they're part of this like thing and, and it makes them feel important and special. But it's also like putting a carrot in front of like a donkey's face. If you put a, if you sit on a donkey's back and put a carrot in front of them on, on a stick, they'll walk for a long time trying to get the carrot, but they never get to the carrot. So it's like, you could probably walk a donkey a couple of miles. Maybe not. I've seen it in a picture though. That's why I'm, you know, or a horse. It's like, put it on a stick in front of them. And they're like, oh, I'm getting there, but they never get, that's like QAnon. You know, it's like there, there is a carrot there, but they're not ever going to get to it. You know, it's like, so they're like, it's been five years. They're like, oh, the lockdown's a good thing. You know, it's like, no, lockdowns are not a good thing. But, 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 but the Guantanamo, they're getting arrested. No, they're not. Like just because oh, I remember the funniest one to me 
was like Ellen DeGeneres, where we were all locked in our house, right? Everyone's locked down. Everyone's stuck there. I mean, some people were, were moving freely, but for the most part, the whole country was in, in, in somewhat of a lockdown or most states were, and everyone is like stuck at their house. And they're like, look, Ellen is on house arrest. I'm like, why? They're like, look at her shirt. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, look at their thing. And like, she's, she's stuck. She can't leave. It's like, no one can leave. What are you talking about? We're all on house arrest. So it's like, they're, they're like doofy controlled opposition. Cause it's like, we're all basically on government martial law house arrest. And they're focusing that like Ellen's on house arrest when they're also on house arrest. It's like, give the dummies some like Nancy Drew Scooby-Doo mystery. And then, you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but like most of the audience is MAGA moms. It's like pathological con artist weasels that are telling them things every day. Half of them anonymous. They won't even show their face. And then it's a bunch of MAGA moms who like like mysteries. You know, it's like, why do women like murder mysteries? I don't know. I find them creepy, but also fascinating, but weird. I'm not into it. But the target audience for murder mystery shows is mostly women. It just is. Um, why do they like that? I don't know, but I do know because I watched one time with my stepmom and I was like, oh, that's kind of fire. I get it now, but I don't want to watch it again. But I did, I didn't want to leave. I was like, I'm, I was, I got like sucked in. I was like, no, I don't want to be a, you know, but anyway, it's like, I think MAGA moms, they like like a good, like, you know, choose your own adventure mystery where they're like, oh, Trump's the president now because the military's in control. And then the next day they'll be like, the military's turning trans. And it's like, how is the military turning trans if Trump's in control? Because Biden's doing it. Well, how's Biden doing it if the military's in control? They're like, I haven't thought of that yet. Shut up. You must be Chrissy Teigen. It's like, it's it's insane. But like, I don't know. There's other theories that aren't true. But uh, I don't know. To me, the dumbest conspiracy theory of the last 10 years was was perpetuated by like everyone in the media. It's the dumbest conspiracy theory ever. They said, if you get locked in your house and we shut down gyms and we shut down beaches and we tell people to stay inside and stay away from like sunlight and exercise and and purpose in life and jobs and you know th that it's going to make you healthier. That's the craziest conspiracy theory ever. And they imploded the economy and people got fatter and people weren't in the sun and people got probably way less healthy than they've ever gotten in their lives. Like that's a crazy conspiracy theory. And and this is all you have to do. It doesn't matter if it's QAnon or the media like use critical thinking like the first thing that i thought of i didn't know how bad the virus was i didn't someone said anomalies mockery skills are severely underrated thank you for noticing i wanted a compliment thank you so much i appreciate it i believe so too anyway um well you can't get any of these awards anyway unless you're epstein's friends i used to think you could get like a nobel prize if you were like a good scientist i mean you probably can but i think a lot of that stuff is reserved like a lot of these awards they're reserved for jeffrey epstein's friends but anyway um not for the best people at their at their craft. With that being said, when the lockdown first happened, I don't know how deadly it is. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know what they're doing. Like I, you know, but I knew a few things. I knew that they were going to push a vaccine. How how could they not? Like of course they're going to cash out on this. But also, I said if you can mandate a lockdown, can't you mandate jumping jacks and working out like if you really cared about everyone's health and you really had to lock down and it's really real and it's really true and everything they said was completely true shouldn't you shouldn't fauci or trump or somebody go on television and say okay we are all gonna work out now if you could mandate a lockdown you could mandate exercise and everyone knows exercise makes you healthier so even if it is as bad as they're saying being fitter and in better shape would help everyone and if you don't do that, everyone's just going to get fatter and less healthy, which is going to make them more sick. Like, 
isn't that obvious? So like, that's what my brain told me immediately. I'm like, I can't tell you if this is going to kill everybody or nobody or somewhere in between. I can't tell you how bad it is. I can't tell you if it came from China or freaking, you know, Fout like, I, I don't know. But I'm not dumb enough to not understand that if you're going to close down a gym, a beach and mandate a lockdown, but you also won't mandate like exercise, then you're clearly an idiot or you're trying to hurt people. But if people aren't smart enough to figure that out, is it really their fault? I mean, it's horrible what they did. I wouldn't do that to people. But it's like, if they say jump off a bridge and everyone jumps off a bridge, like, why are people? I don't understand it. You know, I was thinking today because there was this one place. Okay, I'm not going to say what, but I used to go there five times a week because during the lockdown, I lived in a conservative place that wasn't that bad in California. But there was one place that didn't make me wear a mask. They had outdoor seating. And they said there were a few places, but this place I ate there a lot. And I and they said, hey, wear your mask. And I said, I'm going to just sit outside. And if you sat outside, you didn't have to wear the mask. I probably went there 20 times. No problem. There's one fatty and I'm not saying I love a lot of fat people. God bless, you know, my fatties all over the place. But this one fatty, not all not all fatties are bad. Not all skinny people are good. You got there's a lot of bad people of all shapes and sizes. But this guy happened to be fat. Um, you know, he's there one day and I've seen this guy 20 times. And he goes, you got to wear a mask. And I go, I'm, I'm going to sit at the outside table. It's literally like right there. Like I'm just, I'm not even walking inside. I'm just walking right to that outdoor table. He goes, you have to wear a mask to sit there. And then you could take it off. I go, it's outside though. It's not inside. He goes, that's the rule. I go, it's not the rule. I've been here 20 times, bro. I've been here almost every day for the last three months. It's, it's literally not, it's not a state rule. It's not a federal rule. It's not our county rule. And it's not your restaurant's rule. I know that for a fact, because I've done it so many times. And he goes, you have to. And I looked him in the eyes and I said, you're a, like, I probably cursed at him. I said, you're an effing coward. You have no balls. You're going to have to live the rest of this pandemic with no balls. And I'm looking you in the face as a man right now, telling you that you're a pussy and you have no balls. You're a coward. You're an evil demon. And you're, you're hurting people. You're literally hurting people because you're a fucking loser, you know? And I looked him in the face and I walked away. I had a date, cute one, obviously. And, and I was like, all right, let's go. And she was like, damn, that was kind of, I was like, you know, and I never went back there again. And he had to look at himself in the mirror every day and be like, wow, I'm a fucking loser. Excuse my language. But anyway. And then I wanted to go there today for some reason. That's why I brought it up because I wanted to walk in there and be like, hey, I wanted to find that guy or even just talk to the manager or whoever and just say, hey, I used to spend thousands of dollars here. I haven't been here, here since the pandemic. Do you guys feel stupid now? Just I just want to hear it from you. Like, do you feel like complete idiots? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to like embarrass them to their face and see if they apologize and then maybe I'll eat there again. If not, it's a great place. And a Tinder date? No, it wasn't I'm not always on Tinder dates. This is like the, the Tinder date with the David Blaine stealing my girl was like 10 years ago. This was a, a normally acquired date, let's say. But anyway, um you know, I, I want to see what they say because it's like I but long story short, even the reason I brought that up because I thought about it why were so many people so pathetic? You know, like I could blame the government. I could blame Gavin Newsom. I could, but I was in a grocery store and I stood up for myself and I, I was like, is anybody alive here? Is anybody like, what are we doing? I would make scenes where I went just to like, try to see if anyone had a pulse. Like Gavin Newsom, after a year and a half of everything being open, he tried to like close it down again. And like Gelson's was telling me to put a mask on or something. And, I, and I'm looking at the lady. No, you know, you have to put one on. I'm not putting one on. I'm like, and listen, I, I had hot food in my hand. I was hungry. I go, I'm eating this food and I'm paying for it. I'm not stealing it. I'm paying for it. She goes, you can't. I go, 
you better get a manager lady because I'm not going anywhere. And she walks off and I'm like, is anybody alive here? Guys, we were walking around normally for a year and a half. And now you guys are going to walk around like this for two year, two, two weeks until he overturns it in a week. Are you guys stupid? You know, and I made a scene. The guy told me to take it for free. I said, hell no. I paid him. I literally gave them extra money just, just ethically. They told me I could take $60, $50 worth for free. I did not. I said, keep the change. And then when I walked outside, the guy says to me, oh, I'm sorry. I agree with you. But and it's like, and I looked him in his eyes and he looked like a coward. You look in my eyes, you see fire, you see soul, you see a lion, you see a man. He's looking at my, I have to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I could see it in your soul. You look like you have no soul. You look like someone took your soul and ripped it out and spit it into a fire. And you're just a shell of a man. Like I get that you have to do it and she has to do it and they have to do it. But the reason it even works is because everybody's a coward. You know, I'm not a coward. I don't care if I got to starve. I don't care if I got to eat somewhere else. Like I'm not, I'm not pathetic. Like, and, and if you are pathetic, people that aren't as pathetic will treat you like cattle. You know, they think you're cattle. Stop acting like cattle. You know, it's that simple. It's like, I, we're not the victim. Trump's not the victim. Republicans aren't the victim. Liberals aren't the victims. BLM's not the victim. Everybody wants to play like they're the victim, but they, they're they the they're their own worst enemy. They're leading to their own demise and neither side and no group wants to look at it, but it's the truth. It's like they did crazy stuff to us because everybody complied. And I remember at the time when it was like, you couldn't go on cruises, you couldn't go on plane. Like I, th I literally thought I was going to be banned from everything for 10 years and I was willing to, 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 to deal with it even though it pissed me off. And so many people that got vaccinated said, oh, I'm with you. And I'm like, you are? So why are you going to the Knicks stadium? Well, because I have my card. And then there were other people that faked their card, which is BS. But in general, it's like, I'm with you. You're not though. You're with me in spirit, but you're not doing it. If you are vaccinated, don't go to the game. Don't go, don't go, don't go on the train. Like don't go anywhere and, and, and sit with the people that can't go anywhere. If you're like Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and all these other dingbats, literally everyone in the Republican party who are like, we're with you in spirit. And some of them weren't, they were passing like Ted Cruz was trying to pass resolutions to, to oppress you just like a Democrat. He's a piece of garbage. He's a little fatty, but anyway, um, it's like, you're not with me you're 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 in the 80 percent that's going and doing stuff which allows the 20 cent 20 percent to get persecuted you're in on it you're just as complicit as fauci you're just you're like is nobody is nobody a real person anymore you know and then everybody wants to sit on republican media all day and play that we're the victim of the fbi who's the director christopher ray who hired him trump what does he want to do now build him a new building to do what i don't know persecute you like you're not a victim you're a bunch of idiots you're a bunch of clowns you're a bunch of controlled opposition weasels you're a bunch of liberals pretending to be conservatives doing the same thing that you claim to hate in the left it's all fake you know so it's like i don't know what to tell people but all this stuff is earned and when it comes to the epstein stuff it's insane what they did but no one's going to get to the bottom of it because neither side cares when did jeffrey epstein disappear during Trump's administration, when Trump hired the guy who gave him a sweetheart deal and stopped the FBI from looking into him. Like if you guys can't put those pieces together and figure it out, then you don't deserve to know anything. You know, it, it's it's not justice for the people that it happened to. It's not justice for our country that's continuously completely like withering away because it's so compromised and sold out. But it's it like, you know, this is my positive message. I know it doesn't sound very positive, but to, to everybody, conservatives, Christians, white people, black people, whoever, you know, but I'm, I'm just saying like, cause on the right now, there's this new like victim mentality where they're like, black people shouldn't be victims. And it's like, okay, but then they'll be like, but we're victims. White people are getting oppressed and, and Christians are getting oppressed and, 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 and Americans are getting oppressed and conservatives are getting oppressed. It's like, okay, why? 
And if you ask why enough times, they start to yell at you and be like, don't say that. I don't want to hear that. It's like, then I don't care. Like, then you're going to get what you deserve because you don't even want to get to the root of why that's all happening to you. So it's going to happen to you. And you're not a victim because when someone comes along and tries to tell you why it's happening to you, you freak out at them and throw them to the wolves the same way the vaccinated people did to the unvaccinated and said that they were with them. So it's like, you know, if people can't figure out why it's happening and get to the root of it, you're not a victim. You know what I'm saying? People are allowing it to happen because there's not enough men. Like there could, there wouldn't be reverse racism if every man was like, no, you know, every man of your ethnicity said no, but nine, 9.7 out of 10 men of, of our ethnicity says yes. So then it happened. It's like, you know, say no. If, if no one can say no, then they're just going to keep doing all this stuff. And we're not victims of it. And when it comes to like, you know, at least my life, I mean, I, I think, I think I'm very blessed, but also I worked really hard. I always knew that there were certain, just like certain people of other races that they, they can like tell that like, yeah, everything's not completely fair. Like, it's just not, life is not fair. Everything is not hundred percent fair. And I, and I understand people of every race that feel that way. But when I grew up and I was white, it's like, when I played sports, it, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Like if you score a goal, you score a goal. Someone might not think you're good because you're a certain race or you're a certain height. And maybe that's a disadvantage or an advantage or whatever. But it's like, it, we're all playing the same game here. So it's like, you know, if you want to be respected in basketball, be as good as Luka Doncic. Like he's really good and he's white, but they're not like, hey, white boy, you can't play. It's like, be good, you know, be great at what you do. So I never had a problem in sports. In, in, in rap music, I never had a problem. Even though people are like, oh, you're white, you shouldn't do that. I always earned it. I would go to parties. I would be with people that were from the hood. And at first they'd look at me and be like, this guy looks like a clown, you know, but then I'd start freestyling off the top and I'd start naming stuff right off the top the same way I do with the live stream. That's why I'm so good off, off, off of my, off the cuff. Cause I've been freestyling since I was like 10 years old. And then they'd be like, oh, that guy's cold. You know, that guy's nice. I never, I never cried. Oh, I, they don't want me to rap cause I'm white you probably shouldn't rap if you're white unless you're really really good or you're a great poet and a great lyricist or a great producer like it, it you you know every everything's not for everyone if you're not good enough uh you know get good enough and if if people don't like it then find an audience that likes it maybe you're a white guy and you have a white audience that doesn't even listen to rap because you do country rap it's like there's an audience for everyone there's no excuses for anything no matter at what time so i, I just never felt like i was a victim I thought that things were rigged against me a little bit at a time because of like, oh, they don't want me to say this because I'm white or they, they're looking for black rappers. But then I'm like, that's stupid. Like, who cares? You know, in some ways it works against me. In some ways it works for me. Everybody talks about privilege, but people don't talk about real privilege. Like here, here's one being hot. If you're a hot woman, you have pri privilege. And if you're a 10 out of 10, there's hot girl privilege. And if you're a one out of 10, there's ugly girl privilege where, you know, hot girls will be like, why are they looking at my boobs and hitting on me? Cause you're really hot, you know? And then the chicks that aren't hot, like, why aren't they looking at me? Cause you don't look like her. I don't know what to tell you, but that's the truth. You know? And it's like, hot girls are like, I don't want them to look at me. And then those girls will be like, I wish they looked at me more. And it's like, everyone's got the uh, reverse problems where it's like, there's certain privileges to being black in this world. There's certain privileges to being white in this world. Certain, like there's just, there's certain privileges to being tall and there's certain privileges to being small. If you play in the NBA, it's it helps to be seven foot tall. But at the same time, now it, it almost doesn't if unless you're Victor Wembiana, because a lot of tall people can't make it in the league. And sometimes a smaller guy is able to like weave in and, you know, a tall guy can't guard a small guy. A small guy can't guard a tall guy. It's like there's 
pros and cons to both. A small guy's closer to the ground, so they can maneuver quicker than a tall guy can. A tall guy's a foot taller than a small guy, and they just can't guard him around the rim. Like that's life is the same way. There's pros and cons to everything. There's privileges and not privileges to everything. You just can't bitch about it. God made you the way you were. Max out. You know, you can't complain and say like, oh, I'm a, you know, it's like I'm small or I'm black. It's like so's Lil Wayne and he's killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Wayne's a small black guy and he's crushing it. And then there's people that are tall and crushing it and people that are tall that aren't crushing it. It's like God made you the way you were. A, a lot of rappers like Lil Uzi Vert looks like he's four foot tall, but he doesn't have a problem with women. He doesn't have a problem with you know, success. Like he just, I don't, I don't even listen to his music, but a lot of women like that guy, it's like, that's just, you know, how, how, how the cookie crumbles. So with politics, you know, getting back to why I'm even talking about it, I see the victim mentality in the left and it's annoying, but I also see it in the Trump movement and it's the right. And they claim that they're the victim to all the things that they don't want to talk about. They claim that they're the victim to agencies that their guys are working with. They claim that they're the victim of, of the FBI who Trump, literally hired and built a build it wants to build a new building for it's like how are you the vic you're you're the victim of 2020 when trump literally did all this stuff but it's not his fault because you don't want accountability like it's everybody's acting to me like somebody just sitting on the couch getting fatter and fatter and blaming other people it's like you could get off the couch and that's america and the good news is for those who want some inspiration is you know, if you put in work, if you try hard, if you have the humility to learn when you need to tweak certain things and not keep, you know, driving it off a cliff, there's a lot of uh, potential in this world. There's a lot of things that you can do. There's a lot of success you could have. There's a lot of businesses you could start. There's a way to be better at your job. There's a way to be happier at your job. There's a way to enjoy the present moment more. There's a way to work harder on your breaks if you want a new job and you're at a job you don't like. Like that's how you got to look at stuff. Uh, and, and in politics, it's just, it's getting so circular and stale. Like, I think people are getting dumber. I know people are getting dumber. It's not even a question. It's like over the last three years, I think literally people are like way stupider. Like the left is way dumber. The right's way dumber. We're just getting dumber. And I'm trying to figure out other stuff to talk about. Cause if I keep talking about it, I'm going to get dumb too. The same way the left got dumb being like the right's so dumb. And then they got way dumber than the right. And from 2016 to 2020, the left is way dumber than the right. And then the right's like, look how dumb they are. And it's like, yeah, but you're getting that dumb again now. Like the MAGA movement, in my opinion, is getting like that dumb again. Like, but it wasn't, but now it is. So it's like, it'll happen to me too. If I don't smarten up, I got to read a book or something, you know, stop talking about this shit. But anyway, back to the point. Someone said, yes, you run my live stream. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let me look. Let's see what we got. Um, let's see. Someone said, Jimmy Kimmel is not in today's document dump, by the way. The image going around is not him. We know. Let's see. Um, man, these Epstein files make the woke elites look like some pedophiles, said the Hodge twins. Almost like the conspiracy theories were right all along. Let's see. You thought Democrats were going to dump Biden for Gavin Newsom, said Tucker Carlson, but they're not. They're backing Nikki Haley instead. I kind of, in a weird way, I'm not trying to be like, uh, you know, the joke or anything, but I, I do kind of hope that Trump picks Nikki Haley because then everyone's going to be like, what? And it's just like, yeah, deal, you know, deal with that now. Like, I don't want her to be vice president. Actually, that would be really scary because then think about that. She, she would be the president if something happened to Trump and he's 77. So it's like, that would be terrible. I don't want it, but in a way I kind of do. So then people are like, what? I have to pay attention now and stop worshiping him. And it's like, yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Sean Hannity wants to know why Alan Dershowitz has defended high-profile clients like Epstein and O.J. Simpson. Uh, he said, I do regret ever having met Jeffrey Epstein because it caused me the worst few years of my life when I was falsely accused. Dude, the right loves Alan Dershowitz. But anyway, um, listen, lay off O.J. Simpson. He did his time, okay? I like his Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. But I do like his Twitter. If you've never seen O.J. Simpson's Twitter, it's a sight to behold. He goes, hey, Twitterverse. It's me, OJ here. I'm weighing in on a guy who killed his wife. I mean, I think like like he'll literally like weigh in on court cases where that one guy was accused of killing his wife. And he's like, listen, I'm not saying he did it, Twitter. I'm just saying he seems a little guilty. Anyway, I'm going to go golf now. See you guys. And I'm like, yo, is this real? Like he literally just weighs in on like murder court cases and says that they're guilty and then plays golf. Like you kind of you kind of start growing fond of him. You're like, I like this guy. You're like, this guy seems like a, I don't think he's unaware. I just don't think he cares. Like, you know, it's like, he's, he's a free man. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he didn't think of that. You think he goes live and doesn't think of that? Like, hmm, I wonder if people are going to think of me with that. Someone said, Epstein's list is missing politicians. Well, this is not the list. This the, and let me be clear about this for those that are just joining or whatever. This is not the client list. It's just a court document that part of it was un, unsealed or something, or or part of it was sealed. Who am I voting for? Right now, I'm undecided. There was a point that I wanted to vote for DeSantis over Trump because. DeSantis, I think, hires better. Joseph Latipo, the Surgeon General of Florida, is, is one of the best hires. And I believe that pharmaceutical corruption is near the top of the list of what's important in this country. Uh, and I don't think 2020 happens without that. So if you talk about economy, I believe it's all tied into that because look what happened to the economy when they got their way. Long story short, I wanted to vote for DeSantis because I just thought he was being more honest about that stuff and he hires better. And I still think he hires better. But the, here's my issue with DeSantis. The best thing about him is the worst thing about him, where the best thing is like he actually does it. He actually passes legislation. He actually uses his power. Thomas Massey backs him, uh, who's who's good. So if Thomas Massey likes him, that's a good sign. But then he just goes too hard with the anti-Semitism speech and protest rules. And I truly believe like a lot of people like the Second Amendment for obvious reasons, and they don't think you can have a country without the Second Amendment. I don't think we have a country without the First Amendment. I would say the first protects the second, and it's debated. They're both important. I don't know which one's more important, but I, I really think the First Amendment uh, needs to stay. And Trump and DeSantis, but especially Trump, he, I mean, especially DeSantis, he's like uh, he's like Nikki Haley with this stuff where he just brags about passing speech laws and making more felonies. Like he, He's loyal to a foreign country over America, in my opinion, and he's way too gung-ho about it. So it's like... Now I'm it's not like it made me want to vote for Trump or anything, but I don't want to vote for DeSantis because he's way too happy about passing bills and laws to try to stop protests and stop, you know, free speech. And, and it's annoying. And they use the same things as the left. And I've read the anti-Semitism speech and protest rules, and I've read the the list that they're going off of. And I think it's ridiculous. And not because I hate anybody or not because I want anyone hurt. Obviously, I don't. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's it's not. It's protecting elites uh, of, of only one ethnicity and one religion. And it's basically a cover to stop America from criticizing a foreign country. And some of them, it's like, you can't say that people have dual loyalty. That's a new rule. Like no one, not one person does like you can't say. So 
DeSantis is a phony, just like everyone else. I don't feel like voting for him. Trump, he's also passed that through executive order and he's a clown. Like, I don't want to vote for Trump. He's an absolute buffoon. He did nothing the first time, barely. He's learned nothing. He's still surrounded by idiots. And he constantly pathologically lies in order to make DeSantis look bad at any cost, even though he's not like DeSantis is telling way more truth about certain stuff. Um, Vivek, he says all the right things, but I, I don't trust him at all. And I don't think he has a real shot. And, uh, you know, I think he's basically just trying to build his political career, which is fine. But pretending like you're voting for Vivek is, is fine. But it's like voting for Mickey Mouse. It doesn't matter. He's not going to win. So and, you know, same thing with like uh, Shiva. People keep messaging me and say, Anomaly, why, why won't you have Shiva on your show? What, what's Why won't you support Shiva's presidential candidate? Let me be clear. Shiva's been on my show three times. There's not a lot of people who have been on my show three times. You could count on one hand how many people have been on my show this much. So I've had on Shiva more than I've had on 95% of my guests. I don't dislike Shiva. I obviously like him. And that's why I've talked to him probably almost every year since 2020. With that being said, as much as I do, I do, I don't listen to him all the time, but when I've heard him, he does seem less sold out than Vivek. He does seem less sold out than DeSantis. Uh, I do think that he's wild, he's a wild boy and he, he, you know, he goes hard in the paint, but I, you know, I just don't think it's a serious presidential campaign and this is no disrespect to Shiva. It's just, it's not a serious presidential campaign. He's not even going to clear one or 2% of, of the vote. With Vivek getting on the presidential stage and Vivek getting all over podcasts and Vivek doing all this stuff and spending money, he's not even clearing 2%. And Vivek's literally walked the walk in the Republican Party to try to get on it. You're not going to be the Republican nominee if you're not on the debate stage, unless you're Donald Trump. It's like, you know, everyone wants me to pretend. It's the same thing with like, you know, Kanye or Ye. When he was said he was going to run for president, people were like, are you going to vote for him? Do you support his campaign? It's like, He's not even run. Look at it. Like, just be patient. He's not even running for president right now. He and people would get mad at you. Like, oh, you know, like even Ye gets mad at people. Like, oh, they don't want to support me. It's like, it's not a, a campaign that can win. Like, I'm not saying he could never win or, or Shiva could never win or Vivek could never win in the future. Maybe anything's possible. Trump and Biden won. But like, I'm just realistic. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to run for president, have no shot and, and, and make get mad at everyone when they don't support me. Like, if I was going to run for president, I would make sure I did enough stuff to give myself a shot. And yeah, this is why I can't be in politics. I'm probably too honest. It's like, Vivek, he knows damn well he's not going to be president, but he can't say that. He's just got to keep pretending, get a couple percent of the vote, do nothing, and then use his power to make money and influence politics. Like, that's what he's doing. Whatever. Nothing wrong with it. But everyone acts like he has a chance. He doesn't. Shiva, same thing. Like, I like Shiva more than I like Vivek, but uh, he's not even like, you know, like he's not even clear uh, 1% of the vote. So do I have to pretend like he's going to for five months? No, I'll have him on the show again. I've had him on three times. Um, you know, I've listened to his takes after the war broke out in Israel and Palestine, or I don't know if you'd call it breaking out because it's been, they've been fighting for 100 years now or something, but you know, it's just, I don't, I'm not going to pretend that the presidential campaign is, is going to hit like 15% or something. It's not. Um, and in the future, I think if you run, you got to like, you know, you have to figure something out like, or else you're just, it doesn't matter. Like you got to figure out how to get on that stage, figure out how to raise enough money, figure out how to like break the this paradigm. And if you don't, I don't care, but you're not going to win. It's just like, I would say the same thing for myself. So I'm not hating. I'm just being reasonable. Um, someone said Biden did not win. 
the election was stolen for the traitor piece of SHIT, said Denny. You're living in this fantasy, though, where Trump makes, takes no accountability. You're like, it was all them. It's like he printed the money. He handed them the mass mail and ballots and the money to do it. Trump's like he's literally like a fake opposition, fake hero for you to pretend like it's only Biden doing it. But I don't even agree with that narrative that uh, that Trump is totally like like he did nothing wrong in 2020 and the Democrats just took it from him he gave them like 95% of the stuff that they used to take it from him. It's like, it's like giving someone a hammer. This is my best analogy for 2020. Trump had people, he funded them to get a hammer, funded them to carve the hammer, to make it, to put spikes on it, to hand it to the Democrats, to give them money to hit you with it and provided them with liability shields for when they hit you to not get in trouble. And then Democrats hit you and Trump and they act like they didn't know. That's 2020 in a nutshell. Like he, pharma didn't trick you and it wasn't just bite. Like Republicans set them up with a hammer. They gave them everything they needed to slap you in the head and they slapped you in the head. And now the whole Trump influencer class just pretends like they're victims of the election that they literally set you up for. And if people don't want to believe that, I don't care. It's like, go you know, follow someone that lies to you constantly and makes you feel like you're this massive victim. You're, you're not like your party set you up. And if you can't figure it out, you're going to keep getting set up. It's like, what? Come on. Let me see. I'm going on Twitter to see more Epstein stuff. Nikki Haley says it's inappropriate to call the illegal immigrants criminals. We don't need to be disrespectful. Let me see. Let's play this clip. I mean, I, I mean, I, I disagree and agree. I think people could talk about it nicer and, and be more compassionate, but also they are breaking the law. So I do think they're criminals, but you know, I don't like Nikki Haley at all. I'm surprised she was talking about America. Usually she talks about Israel, but that's interesting. Do I eat tofu? Do I look like I eat tofu? Don't answer that question. No, I don't. Um, Someone said, rich men have to be the best salesman genius. They sell themselves to get ahead. Definitely a lot of that going on. It, it depends what your job is. And like, you know, in this day and age, America is so corrupt that it's impossible to run a big business without caving because they just throw lawyer, lawyers at you. You know, they sue you and do like crazy stuff. It's very hard to be like ethical at that point, I'm sure. Uh, let me see. Someone said voting has always been and always will be the illusion of choice. Do you really believe that the president, no matter uh, who that is, runs anything? Time to wake up, folks. I pretty much agree with you, but I do think there's small policies that will, will, will get done. But as far as the big ones, like here's the thing about 2016 to 2022, like I, some chick messaged me and she was like, you know, I, my, gr like my groceries were cheaper under Trump and, and Trump, you know, my life was simpler under Trump. And it's like, was 2020 easy for you? And people will be like, no. It's like, was 20, did we have freedom in 2020? No. W what, like, was that a good year? No. And I'm not saying it was like the worst year. Maybe people just stayed at home and chilled with their friends, but it's like, well, 2020 was in Trump's term. Like, to me, it's like playing a football game. 
you throw three interceptions in the first uh, quarter. You throw three, I'm sorry, you throw three touchdowns in the first quarter, three touchdowns in the second quarter, three touchdowns in the third quarter, and then you throw 50 interceptions in the fourth quarter. You lost the game. Trump lost the game. Like he threw so many interceptions in 2020, it unraveled 98% of the good things that he did in the first place. And the economy, the reason you can't afford your groceries is Trump and Biden. Trump is just as complicit as Biden. If he would have won the election, your groceries still would have been expensive. Like he's in on it. Nobody wants to tell you this for whatever reason, but it's basic economics. So it's like, you know, everyone just is like, oh, it was so simpler then. It's like, sure. You know, there, you know, no new foreign wars were started. Yes, but they started a domestic war on you that, in my opinion, affected my life more negatively than any foreign war ever has. And I'm not trying to be selfish and act like I, I like foreign wars. I don't. But it's like if you don't start a foreign war, but you're the champion of the lockdown and you give $18 billion to Big Pharma and implode the economy to make everybody broke, like, is that better than a foreign war? I mean, I, I'm glad he didn't you know, kill people overseas. He just did it in America, you know, like he, they turned all the messed up stuff they were doing to the world and they turned it on you and then did it to you like that. To me, that's not like an amazing presidency. That's horrible. But so it's like, I do kind of believe that it doesn't matter who wins at a certain point. You might get a judge or two, but does it even really matter? You know, like what? Who knows? When it comes to the primary, I thought I wanted to vote for DeSantis, but I don't like the speech laws. And, you know, he works in my opinion, harder for a foreign country than he also works for America too. But I'm just, I, I, I can't vote for somebody ethically that's selling out the first amendment and trying to make it illegal to say that anyone in America has loyalty to another country. That's insane. That's what the Republican party is. It's literally controlled opposition for that topic. Literally. Um, Trump not voting for him in the primary Vivek. I don't really like him either. I don't know. I'm probably just not going to vote in the primary and see what happens in the general. I'm not inspired. Like I was inspired to vote for Trump in 2020. I thought he would block the mandates. He probably would have on a federal level. We probably would have still been screwed on a corporate and state level, but whatever. Um, I'm just not inspired to show up in a couple of months. Let me see. Um, someone said, I hope Trump picks Haley so I could see MAGA meltdown and Tucker cry in the show. You know what Tim Pool's going to say? Oh my gosh, can you believe this? Holy, he's like, holy shark. Can you believe Dershowitz was in an Epstein court case? It's like, bro, he's he's been named before in stuff. Like, how is that even remotely shocking? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just what people say for extra like hype or something. It's just like so funny to me. I like I, I muted Tim like years ago on Twitter because he just always yells holy shit all the time at things that are like believable. They're like breaking news it's cloudy today holy shit it's like bro you're not that surprised like you know are you i mean that would be weird um says right-wing accounts are circulating fake transcripts fake transcripts falsely implicating jimmy kimmel of course people just can't actually post what's real they'll be like look and then the media does that and it creates like the whole circus. All right, I'm going to stay for a few more minutes. I'm going to see if I can find anything else like from the Epstein things. But it seems like Dershowitz kind of got the worst of that. And Stephen Hawking kind of, I don't know. Listen, I swear I, I was not there purposely. I thought that Epstein Island was the Bahamas. I can't read because I am in my chair and you are a handicap phobe if you are going to say that i am complicit in jeffrey epstein 
how dare you say I was on the island? I was looking for Pluto with Neil deGrasse fed Bison Tyson. We were searching for new planets. I can't believe that I was named in the court case. It's, it's is what it is. Um, nothing new. Nothing new. All right. I'll read a few good comments if you have them. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Just want to let everybody know. Um, I have a new song coming out in about 24 hours at 9 o'clock tomorrow, 12 o'clock Eastern time, 9 o'clock Pacific time. It's called Working Class Boy. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever made. It's very personal. I think it's very good. I've listened to it a bunch of times. Obviously, I, I think it came out good or else I wouldn't release it. Um, thank you guys to everybody pre-ordering it. The link is in the bio. It's song.link slash Working Class Boy. Uh, anybody who pre-ordered it on Amazon or and or uh, iTunes, I appreciate it. It's only a dollar, 1.25. Um, you know, it's like a dollar and a quarter. And uh, I really just want to hit the billboard charts. If it weren't for that, I would just promote it a few times and never talk about it. But consistency is key with sales. And I've hit number two most digitally sold rap song in America, which I've never been able to replicate. I did that with Bryson Gray. So it would be cool to, to get another billboard plaque and hit the billboard chart. That's why I'm pushing it so much. So every time I do it, a few people buy it or something. So it helps a little. Thank you guys. And uh, I'll play it tomorrow. The lyric video comes out at nine o'clock uh, my time, 12 o'clock Eastern time. I did a whole lyrics video for it. So, and I made it myself. It took a while. I, I edit all my videos. It's very, uh, it's very strenuous. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. My job is so hard. I edit videos. Wow. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah. Someone said Epstein hated Trump for stealing a land deal out from under him. Sure. Yep. And uh, Dershowitz hates the fact that he ever met Epstein for sure. Um, Stephen Hawking's always played the step bro on Epstein Island. I don't know. That's listen. Don't say that. You said that. I did not say that. Um. Let me see. Stop voting for the chains of your own enslavement. Here's my thing, though. Not voting and voting. Like, I, I'm going to vote in 20... What is it? I'm going to vote for the for the main election and definitely locally. Not voting doesn't, doesn't like, stop it. And I had a huge three-hour debate with this guy, Brian, from High Impact Flicks, and it's like, oh, if you vote, you're enslaving yourself. It's like, if you don't vote, you're not changing anything. And if, if no one voted, it wouldn't matter. Like a hundred people would go and they'd vote themselves in. And if like, I'm just being realistic, whether you vote or you're not vote it, it's not going to fix everything. So like you got to combine it with actually paying attention and calling it out and, and reversing it and, and shifting the culture back. Like, I just don't agree with people that are like, when you vote, you're ruining everything. It's like, you're just sitting there like patting yourself on the back for not voting. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm absolutely going to vote in the general election and the uh, the primary. But I don't know. I mean, if Trump is literally going to be a doofus, I do want him to earn my vote. He's like, I'm going to build a new FBI building. You know, it's like, okay. You know, like these people got to earn my vote for the primary. No one has earned my vote. They're all annoying. And they're all like, you know, it's like as soon as I want to vote for someone, they're like, what if I pass laws for a foreign country and used them against Americans? It's like, that's insane. Like that now DeSantis lost my vote. You know, and I want them to know that's why you lost my vote. I was going to vote for DeSantis over Trump because he's good on domestic policy, but he's way too gung ho about passing anti-speech and protest laws with a definition that is expanded. Imagine if you passed a George Floyd race law that said that you were not allowed to say 
that any black person has ever committed a crime. You are not allowed to say that any black person in America likes another country or a Mexican speech law that said, you're not allowed to say that, uh, you know, some Mexican Americans have dual loyalty to Mexico. Like that's insane. I don't care what race or what religion or what uh, country it is. It's insane to pass laws like that. You know, if they pass China speech laws like that, the Republic, like Dan Bongino would shit his pants and freaking probably throw it at the screen and Tim pool would take his beanie off and show everybody. It's like, you know, but when they do it for the country that the GOP does all the stuff for, nobody talks about it. Cause they know if they talk about it, they can't be there. They're you know, it's like, that's like the humiliation ritual. It's like, if you talk about that stuff, you get smeared by right-wing press and they try to defame you for the rest of your life. So you just go along with it or something. You know, I don't know, I don't know why people do it or what like the reason is, but even if you like that country a lot and you want to protect that country, how is passing speech laws to make more people annoyed going to help that country? It doesn't help Israel. It doesn't help Israel to pass a law to say, you're not allowed to say any Americans have loyalty to Israel. Like, how is that helping them? You know what I'm saying? It's not helping them at all. Just like if you passed a black race bill, that said you couldn't say that any black person has ever committed a crime, it wouldn't like make public perception for African-Americans like amazing. It would make people more annoyed. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like having lopsided laws, like you could say white people commit crimes, but you can't say those people commit crimes. You could say this about Christians, but you can't say it about Jewish people. You could say this about Africa and China, but you can't say it about Israel. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. It literally just like, it's just uh, anti-American and anti-First Amendment. And Trump has done it and DeSantis has done it multiple times. And he tries to pass it off as some virtuous thing he's doing. It's not. It's selling America out to a foreign country. It's insane. And that's what the GOP literally is. That's what Trump's cabinet literally is. You know, RFK, it's the one topic that doesn't line up with anything else. It's a big shocker. You know, so it's like people ask me about him. I don't care about him either. He's just the same. You know, they're all the same, you know. And until people realize that, they're going to keep doing it. And Biden, it's like, he's the same too, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not inspired to vote in the Republican primary. The only one that's saying things that I actually agree with are Vivek, but I don't even trust him either. It's like, he came out of nowhere. So it's like, he's like, oh yeah, I, I believe in everything you say. Cool. That's awesome. He's like, yeah, 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 the election, I agree with you. It's like, but you wrote a book six months ago saying you didn't agree. It's like, well, well, I changed my mind. So you ran as a Republican president with no idea what Republicans thought. And, and now, you know, then why, like it, 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 he seems to me like a chat GPT, which is, you know, he's, he's, he's computing data and just figuring out what everyone wants to say and is saying it. So it's like, either this guy's authentic um, you know, and he's going to really crush or he's just a really, 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 really high level con man. Um, I hope he's the first, I wish him the best. I, I would assume that he would, you know, do good things hopefully, but I, I'm, I'm not like inspired to vote for him to get 2%. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm voting for Vivek. Cool. You and 2% of people. So how is Nikki Haley pulling a 10%? Who likes Nikki Haley? Who's telling people to like Nikki Haley? I live in my own world apparently and I, I can't like read trends as well as I thought I could when it comes to like how people are going to vote that like I could read trends when it comes to like, oh, mandatory vaccines are going to come because it's bipartisan. It doesn't matter. It, you know, like it's already happening behind the scenes. I'm good at those trends, like things happening. I'm terrible at predicting like elections. I don't know what people think. I don't, I can't tell how they're voting. You know, I'm like, anytime I make like a prediction of like, oh, this person's going to win the election, I'm always wrong. So I'm clearly not good at like 
understanding how everyone votes. And it really comes down to a few states. Like it comes down to Pennsylvania. It like saying, oh, my Hispanic friend in San Francisco likes Trump. It's like, okay, well, 70% of the, you know, the city doesn't. So like that, that's not, a, and, and California doesn't matter. It's like, oh, look, like we got, you know, Kodak Black likes Trump. It's like, he should like Trump. Trump, you know, pardoned him. He has every reason to like Trump. That's awesome. Uh, but it's going to come down to like Wisconsin, Florida. I mean, hopefully Texas and Georgia don't flip, but Georgia, what, you know, Pennsylvania, um, it's going to come down to the, whatever States it always comes down to. That's the election. So I would think Trump and Republicans would be spending a lot of money in those States, trying to have a smart message that gets through to people that don't already like them. That's the way the election's going to go, but I don't know. I'm bad at figuring that out. Someone said Obama was set up, so they screwed Hillary in Florida to give it to him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that election happened. Clearly, somebody liked Obama, probably because they figured out he could win better. You know, they're like, get Hillary out of the way. Obama is our guy. You know, like he's the puppet that's going to win. He's the one that everyone likes. He's well-spoken. He's smooth. Um, he does have a lot of similarities to Vivek. Like Obama could say something about gun control and make some gun owners believe him. Like that's how good of a speaker Obama is. He'd be like, listen, okay, I'm not taking away here. I actually have an Obama picture here because I have this. I just randomly had this book here. So I'll put it here. Wait, hold on. So you think you're li listening to Obama? Okay. Okay. Listen, okay. I'm not going to take away your assault rifles. Okay. I believe in the second amendment. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to take away your gun, but not really. I'm not going to take it away. Okay. And you're like, dude, that sounded pretty reasonable. I was terrible, but, uh, you know, that's like Vivek. He said he like he you listen, you're like, yeah. But like, and then with Obama, it's the same thing. It's like he's he's new. Look at his track record. Well, he doesn't really have a track record. All right, but he's saying all the right things. He must do it, you know. And then he gets in and he doesn't do it. It's the same thing with Trump. It's like he has no track record in politics. So he's saying all these things. He's like, Yeah, I might have funded you. I might have donated to Hillary Clinton, but you're corrupt and I'm going to lock her up, lock her up. And then he doesn't lock her up and gives her a standing ovation. So now you have that data point, but people are like, you know, and, and then Vivek is new too. So he has no track record. So it's like, how many times am I going to get tricked before I realize it? I'm not saying Vivek's going to trick you, but if I were a betting man, I'm not putting money on that. He's going to be everything he says he is. I hope he is. But like, where did he come from? The pharmaceutical industry. Where was he in 2020 saying generic basic stuff? What was he tweeting two years ago? George Soros op-ed saying that, you know, he agrees with George Soros is a, you know, counter to open societies. The threat to open societies is China. Of course, China is a threat to open societies because China won't open their country to, you know, the West who's running everything. Like, I'm not saying China's your friend, but it's like he mysteriously agreed with an entire George Soros op-ed like two, two years ago, but now he's a Republican. And when you listen to him on like Candace, you'll be like, but you wrote this in your book a year ago. He's like, yeah, but that's what I thought then. Now I think this now it's like, it's great to change, but you're telling me that you didn't think about this before you ran as a Republican and Republicans convinced you, then why are you running as a Republican? Like, where's all these Republican things that you used to do? Like, you know, I, I watched a lot of clips on him and he used to be like, you know, America's a republic. America's a democracy. Like he says everything, you know, it's like Trump. He's pro-life. He's pro-choice. He's going to lock her up. He's not going to lock her up. You know, he wants to open up the country, but he wants to lock it down, but he's against lockdowns, but he tells Georgia to lock down and Sweden to lock down. It's like, 
this is what politicians do. They're just good at like saying everything. It's like, I'm, you're like, which, uh, you know, you're like, which coin, you know, we're going to flip a coin heads or tails. They're like heads, tails. You're like, which one? You're like, I said heads. You're like, but it could be tails. And then like one of them happens and everyone's like, wow. Remember when Trump said tails? Yeah. I also remember when he said heads though. It's like, and then which one did he do though? You know, like <laughs> someone said, you're looking at Vivek from a low resolution way. All right. What's a high resolution way to look at him? I'm going to open up the floor to you because I, because I guarantee whatever you're going to say is not going to be as intellectual as how I think at it. And it's dumber. So you're talking to me like condescendingly because you're stupider than me, but I'll let you, uh, I'll let you write. Tell me the high resolution way to look at Vivek since I'm so low res. Help me, help me WWKK. My, I, I can't see everything's low res. I mean, I'm so dumb. I'm looking at Vivek like a moron. Can you help me with your wisdom and intellect that nobody listens to? Let me know. All right. We'll, we'll wait for this guy. Give me the high resolution. Someone said RFK supported Hillary. RFK is good with pharma stuff, but he's another shill. I mean, listen to how he talks about like the same stuff that Trump and DeSantis does. They all do one thing. If you can't figure out what they all do, if you can't connect the dots, it's on you. I've had enough negative articles about it. You know, I don't feel like these people just freaking out at me for the rest of my life. Like I'll be myself. I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to lie, but it's like, you know, I have other things to talk about. All right. Let's see if this guy, what did he write? Hold on. Where's the high? I think you're fake. He said, I think you're making false. He meant to say binaries, but he spelled binary B I N A R I N E S. I think you're making false byrenes. Dude, that's an embarrassing. Like, I gave you the floor. That's what you're gonna do with it. You, you're gonna take two minutes and and spell binaries wrong. You think that, but I think that your thoughts are dumber than my thoughts. How's that? You know, we all have thoughts, right? So, I think I you think I'm looking at it low resolution. I think you're looking at it low resolution. Okay. Anyway. The president is a boss of an executive branch, 4 million employees that should get fired from day one. If you wanted to fire them though, you know, like everybody's, I agree with you, but it's just like, when it comes to uh, Trump's administration, everyone assumes that he wanted to do all these things that he didn't do. That's like the assumption that 95% of conservatives believe he wanted to do all these things. You think that, you know, you're starting from a baseline that might not be real. Like with the pharmaceutical one, the reason I bring that up all the time because it's clear, because I have done, in my view, the best journalism about it. I've laid it out from the money he took, which I heard RFK talk about, but then I looked it up from the money he took to the people he hired, to the meetings with Bill Gates, to the executive orders, to all of it. Like if you connect all those dots, there's enough data point, like 95% chance that he just sold out, that he sold out his cabinet. Like there's two competing theories. Either he made 98% of mistakes with his cabinet because he just didn't know, or that he just sold it out like every other president. And, and where people are putting on their blinders is you can see where he took money that he said he'd never take and then sold his cabinet out just like everyone else. So it's like everyone's starting their baseline with the wrong assumption. If I ever went on Tim Pool's show, I'd make him look like an intellectual midget, which is probably why they sabotaged my flight and, and uh, didn't allow me on the show. And, you know, we'll see. I would love to talk to Tim Pool again, but like, you know, I, I, people get confused when they watch my show because they're watching a baseline that's not real. They watch Dan Bongino and Trump and like all these people that are saying all these things so they believe them, but they're not true. Like you assume that he wanted to hire a bunch of great people. I don't think so. I think if you hired 99% of the swamp, 
I don't believe it's a mistake, especially once I find out that you took hundreds of millions of dollars from corporations that you said you'd never take. Someone said in my comment section the other day, he said, you're not being honest about the money that Trump took. He, he took it for his inauguration. You think Pfizer cares about Trump's inauguration? Yeah, they're building a Kentucky uh, they're building a Kentucky building for the Kentucky Republicans. You think Pfizer's into building? No, they find a way to give them money to buy influence. That's literally what happens. Like if this movement's too dumb to figure that out or too fake to figure it out, why sub subject myself to all this stuff? But that's what people are being fed. So, you know, it, it's frustrating a lot of people. But what I will say is it's all changing. I had a friend, I talked to him seven, eight, nine months ago. And, uh, you know, I felt like he might not be friends with me almost like we, we were going to be fine. But like it got a little like heated where I was saying my piece of it and he was coming with like these generic MAGA talking points where he's like, what are you what are you saying? Like Ron DeSantis, are you, are you Soros or what? You know, like all these things are like accusing me of things basically because I was trying to explain the dynamic. And I was like, no, I'm not I'm not talking about DeSantis. I'm talking about this. And like he was getting kind of like, you know, not terrible or anything, but it, it got like a little like escalated because honestly, like when you think that Trump is the hero and somebody challenges that a lot of times you default to like, Oh, they're the bad guy. Now they're, you know, it doesn't matter. Even if it's your family member, you're like, Oh, they're doing it. But anyway, it was like, it got, it wasn't terrible because we're both pretty cordial, but I got to the point where I was like, damn, I hope he doesn't think I'm in on it because I told him something that he didn't want to hear or whatever. But then fast forward like eight months now, you know, we talked and he's like, he agrees with me. He's like, Oh, I, I think Trump's in on it. I, I even think like he even, I think that they might elect him. You know what I'm saying? Because they want the chaos. Like, so that chance, I've seen it change in people. I've seen people that got mad at it like it. I've, se I've seen the comment section. So I think like you just got to be patient sometimes and not get too upset about it because in due time, everyone's going to figure it out. Like it's been waiting for people to figure it out. But the only thing stopping people from fully figuring it out is all of these false binary moments. I did a, a video. You can find it on Twitter or not, not the video, but some of the clips like, the Tim Poole and Hodge twins and Steven Crowder and like all these people, I, I like I, not Crowder, but he's okay. But uh, the Hodge twins, I like the Hodge twins. But in, in general, they're all on the same day. I found three screenshots on the same day. They all pretty much said the same thing and took the same poll. But Tim Poole was like, Trump should drop out. You know, he's making a fool of himself. Uh, you know, DeSantis should run. And they were all doing polls and all the people in the polls, Crowder's poll and the Hodge twins poll, they said that they wanted DeSantis over Trump. And then three months later, what reversed that? Trump didn't do anything. He got persecuted by the Democrats. The Democrats control the Republicans by the balls. They can shift public perception for the Republicans. He didn't do anything. He didn't come out and said, I was wrong about this or that, and I should do this. He just got persecuted. So it's like, you know, now that narrative drives the Republican Party in circles. Like, I, I, I see it. And it's like, I, I, you know, I'm not going to let the Democrats like sh shove my opinion in the other side just because they made one move because they're smart enough to know making moves changes public perception. So, you know, these are things that most uh, accounts do not think about. Let me see. What's Mike got to do with this? Who's Mike? Did I say Mike? I don't remember it. Did Kanye suggest to Trump to run as VP? I mean, dude, Trump's never going to pick Kanye for vice president. I don't know if they said that, but I, I, Trump would never do that. I'm not sure like what they talked about. Here's an unpopular opinion. 
Trump could meet with whoever he want. All of the conservative media was smearing him because he met with Ye and Fuentes and, you know, Nick Fuentes or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, look at that. And it's like, this is the this is the hypocrisy that I want people to realize with both parties, but Republicans too. If Trump meets with Bill Gates, no one says anything. If Trump meets with a pharmaceutical lobby, no one says anything. If Trump meets with Democrats, no one cares. If Trump meets with people that literally give him money to sell out America, no one cares. But they care when he talks to Kanye West. Like just because Trump ate dinner with Kanye and didn't even know Nick was coming, you know, whether he did or not, like that's where Republicans draw the line. They go, oh, that that's that's bad that he met with them for lunch. But if he met with Bill Gates and sold his cabinet out, you guys wouldn't say shit. You know, it's the same thing with rap music. It's like rappers talk about killing each other all the time and you don't care. They talk about killing kids with pills, killing grandmas. Like there's some really vile rap music out there and no one cares. But the second you cross one line, everyone cares. How much do you really care if you only care about the one thing? So it's like, I'm not going to shame anyone for just meeting with somebody. I didn't shame Trump for meeting with Bill Gates. I just said that what Bill Gates told him in the in the meeting, according to the press, was passed through legislation a year later. And people were like, how can you trust the media? Use your brain outside of the media. If Bill Gates comes out and he says, I told Trump that he should do a universal flu vaccine. Trump is super excited about a universal flu vaccine. Trump offered me a White House position as his science advisor and I declined and I got Trump super excited about this. If it never happens, there's a high chance that maybe he was making it up. But if a year later, after all of that was said by Bill Gates to the press, Trump comes out and passes an executive order for a universal flu vaccine that literally matches exactly what Bill Gates told him, it's clearly what was told to him in the meeting. Like, you know, if it never happened, then yeah, it could be a lie. But if it literally happens a year later, what do you think? Bill Gates just made something up and Trump made up the same thing a year later of something that he has no idea about? No, it's clear It's clear what happened. It's the same thing with like taking lobbying money and then doing something for the lobby. If you take $100 million from a billionaire and he cares about a topic and you start doing stuff against your best interest of your country for another country, isn't it clear? Can people not figure this stuff out? I don't know. Um Someone said Tucker and MAGA think Democrats hate Trump. The left hates Trump. They don't hate Trump. Trump has lost all major elections and gave Dems so much power. Dems love Trump. I think there's a high chance that they purposely persecuted him in order to get MAGA to run back into his hands because they think he's an easier candidate to beat. Like the amount of people that actually do hate Trump is astronomical, but also a lot of people love him, but a lot of people are tired of him. I do believe that they want him as the candidate. They know that, you know, there's certain demographics he's not going to get, but also maybe they really do want to do it. Here's what I've been telling people because I believe it. Democrats play chess on many levels and Republicans just react. So if you do Russia collusion, this is important. I know I've said it before, but it's like the concept of it, take it out of what I'm saying and apply it to everything. If they do Russia collusion for three years, I'm not saying they're purposely help. They like Trump or anything, but it's like they know if it works, they can arrest Trump and kick him out. If it doesn't work, which it's almost definitely not going to work, they waste everyone's time. Ben Shapiro talks about it for three years. Charlie Kirk talks about it for three years. You're not running with the House, the Senate. You have the presidency. You have power. 
you could be you could be using your influence to push Trump to do executive orders or to do what he said he was going to do. But instead, you're running circles defending him around the Democrats' narrative. So three years later, you didn't win Russia collusion, even though Trump won the battle of Russia collusion. They won Russia collusion because they wasted three years of your time and made you do nothing and say nothing and stand for nothing and push Trump to do nothing because you don't have any ideas of your own. It's the same thing with this court case. The chances are it's only going to help Trump. It's only going to get him more fundraising. It's only going to sell more merch. It's only going to make him more popular. You think they don't know that? But even if it goes through, they just arrested him. Chaos. Democrats love chaos. If it doesn't work, which it's almost definitely not going to work, they've wasted Republicans time because they control Tim Pool. They got Charlie by the nuts. Everybody just talks about this in circles for two years. So even when Trump gets off, now it's two years of nobody using their leverage to actually say something and push Trump in the right direction. You're wasting everyone's time in this TMZ Marvel plot that ultimately doesn't matter. Who's talking about Russia collusion anymore? No one. It was a three-year time suck. So even though Democrats lost what they said they wanted to do, they know that just the act of doing that to you controls your narrative. And if Trump did something to be like, okay, he did something, DeSantis sucks, now Tim Pool, Hodge, the people who follow Hodgson, the people who follow Crowder, you know, it went from 65-35 DeSantis to 65-35 Trump, which it did on all their pages. What did Trump do to earn back a 60% poll swing from 35, 65, 35, 65? What did he do to earn that poll swing? It is literally 60% if you add up the 35 to 65 times two. But anyway, I, I'm surprised that I actually nailed that on the spot. But in general, what did Trump didn't do anything? He did literally nothing different to get a 60% swing on the Republican Party. Democrats did something. And they swung you. They own Republicans' brains. They get you to defend. They get you to cry. Like, you know, that's where I'll give credit to Vivek. He, he, he had a good, like, they were like, why don't you condemn white supremacy? And he had like a good explanation to like why he's not going to play their stupid games because they control the narrative. And it's like, that's why everyone likes Vivek. He's clearly smarter than everybody in the Republican Party. I don't hate the guy. I'm just being honest. I don't fully trust him yet. But it's like, I get why he's blowing up because most of these Republicans are idiots. Vivek, the only match he's had so far in Republican media was me, which is why the media hates me and they'll never do it again. But in general, it's like, you know, all these other people like, you know, you think Ted Cruz is as smart as Vivek? Dude, Vivek makes Ted Cruz look like a poopy pants diaper baby, you know, that like crapped his pants on the playground in, in kindergarten. Like he's a thousand times smarter than all these Republicans combined. You just got to hope he does what he says. But it's like his, his answers are intelligent. He's playing a different game than everyone. Vivek is playing a smarter game than every Republican combined. Everyone else is just pooping their pants. Like, <laughs> Russia collusion. <laughs> you know, and it's like they just run in circles around what Democrats tell them to do. And then when they're like, oh, look, they didn't arrest Trump. They don't give a crap. They spent two years of your time running. Now's not the time to talk about the lobbying money. Now's not the time to talk about all of our candidates selling out free speech. It's not. Why? Because the Democrats told you it wasn't time. You guys get it? It's all a, it's all a simple game. Um. Someone said, Anomaly in my heart of heart, I believe your soul and Vivek's soul are in the same place. That's beautiful. You should put that in a Hallmark card and hand it out to people on uh, Valentine's Day. I'm just kidding. But uh, I'm rooting for the guy. Obviously, you know, this party's so pathetic. We could use somebody that, uh, you know, someone said, shut, shut the F up, Anomaly. Don't talk about religion or politics. It's too late for that. But, uh, you know, I hope I hope Vivek's heart is in the right place. He's he's very promising in a lot of ways. I'm, you know, I hope. I hope he pans out, um, but we'll see. If And once again, everybody's got their own thing, but 
if everybody made people prove it and had like a strong wall, then these politicians would do more. You know, I'm glad people like Vivek, but it's like, say Vivek does what Trump does. He gives you the ear candy for three years and then he doesn't do what he said he does. Who has the balls and the soul to call it out? Like, I'm just going to use this example. I'm sorry I'm so repetitive, but it's the one that I've, I've, I've known the easiest. There's a lot of examples of it, but this one's clear. If you campaigned on, I'm so rich, I don't need to take their money and I'm not going to sell out like them because I'm not going to take money from, you know, he referenced Adelson when he talked about uh, Marco Rubio. He referenced corporations and CEOs. And then he did all those things that he said that only Rubio did. Like he literally did all those things. Who has the balls to call him out? So if you're on the campaign trail and, and you're like, oh, I think Trump's heart's in the right place. Cool. But with Vivek, that's all I'm asking for. If he crushes it, compliment him. You know, if he does what every other politician, including Trump is, who's going to hold him accountable? No one, no one. That's, that's the problem. You know? So it's like, I don't care if you love him or don't like him. Like, I hope you do like him. But once he gets in power somewhere, if he does what he says he's going to do, compliment him and elevate him. If he doesn't, do you have the balls or the soul or the mind to call him out? Most people don't. They don't. And they get mad when you do, which makes them controlled opposition. They say, oh, you actually have the balls and the soul to call a spade a spade in our own party and try to get them to stop selling us out. I'm going to get more mad at you than the sellout. I'm going to say you sold out when you prove that my guy sold out. So you're worse than a liberal to me. At least they just dye their hair and poop their pants and you know make San poop on the street of San Francisco. Like you're even worse than them because you're blocking the way in the Republican Party, saying that all these things are going to happen. But the second someone comes along and points something out that's inconvenient, you get more mad at them. You're like, oh, you're a libtard. How am I a libtard? I'm I'm pointing out that he sold out. He did sell out. You don't want to hear it. So, so what's your role? Your role is to just stand there and wave a flag and then yell at people when they want to fix things. Like, you know, someone said, "Don't think the U.S. will vote for Hindu religion." When's the last time a president won that wasn't Christian or Catholic? I mean, that will probably change eventually, but um, it is something to consider. You know, like. Do you remember there was this video of, I don't know if it was Iowa or some some state out there. Sorry, I, I don't remember what state it was. And they were like, oh, I just voted for Pete Buttigieg. And they were like, you know, he's gay, right? He's got like a gay marriage. They were like, he is? Damn it. I wouldn't have voted for it. <laughs> like, they literally said, you know, I voted for Pete Buttigieg, but they didn't know Pete Buttigieg was gay because Pete Buttigieg probably knew the the mind frame of people in that area and didn't tell them they were gay in, in in like his his ads you know long story short though my my favorite thing to say i'm going to try to get a new phrase every time i say it now i'm like say something else but uh you know just because you don't care about religion like that's not the whole country doesn't feel that way like there still are a lot of people who don't want to vote for someone who's gay there still are a lot of people who don't want to vote for women and there still are still are a lot of people who don't want to vote for other religions besides Christian or Catholic. I'm not saying it's everybody. I'm not even saying it's a large percentage. It's it's a very small percentage, but it, it does exist, you know? So I don't know the last time there wasn't a Catholic or Christian president or people who at least pretend to be Christian or Catholic. I don't know how Christian or Catholic they are, but they know that they have to pretend to be in order to win. So that'll probably change. Someone said Hinduism is a mammon religion. Why would God be acceptable of that? I don't know much about Hindu Hinduism, but I will say 
Hindus are cool, in my opinion. Not all of them, but I, I, I've noticed that like Hindus seem it seem they seem chill. So I don't have anything against them. But it's like, you know, some people don't want to vote for other people of another religion. Um, someone said men do not have breastfeeding breast. What? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that comment meant. Someone said Trump is a Luciferian, possibly. Someone said, bro, Vivek destroyed you in that debate with him. You look so nervous and tense. Well, I had 25 minutes to do like an hour and a half interview. So you sound like a fan. You sound like a sideline, you know? It's like I'm on the field scoring five touchdowns, so I'm not going to argue with like a drunk fan. Just like, you, you got owned. It's like, no, I gave the best journalistic interview he's had on the right. And, you know, you're like, I don't want real questions or challenges. I, 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 I just want people who suck them off. It's like, cool, dude. You should wear a Travis Kelsey jersey. Get your girl to bring you to a Taylor Swift concert. Um, someone said, you have a strange sound clicking through your audio. It's the Illuminati, bro. Just ignore it. Someone said, now nah, you had the balls to talk to Vivek the way you did. I mean, my goal was to challenge him. It wasn't to just be like, what's your favorite color? If I talked to him again, I'd have a more cordial interview because I've already asked most of the questions I want him to ask. But if I have 25 to 20 minutes after his first question, 10 minutes to do to ask eight questions, I have to rush. I have to push. I, ha I, I don't have time. I wish I would have had time to if I would have not pushed at all, I would have asked two questions at the rate he was going. It would have took four hours in order to ask all my questions. So, you know, I did what I could do. And they were trying to cancel it. Like as soon as like it hit 30 minutes, like, you know, they wanted to leave. But I was like, I got I got to get to it. Um, where are you reading these comments? I'm not seeing them in the YouTube chat. Well, I see Facebook and YouTube. I'm an elevated species that sees the Facebook and the YouTube at the same time in my chat feed. No, I'm just, but yeah, I do see both of them. Let me see. I'm trying to read a few more Epstein things. I saw Cernovich was tweeting that it wasn't really that much and a lot of it was already out. I don't know about that. Someone said DeSantis says he's a Catholic and yes, Trump is a Satanist and a Luciferian. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to like do accusations, but I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not going to tell people who is or isn't Christians, but if you ever listen to uh, Frank Lutz, Luntz, or what is his name? Frank Luntz. He asked Trump what his favorite Bible verse was. Or, uh, you know, and then he also, or, or no, he asked him, he did ask that, or someone asked him that, but he asked Trump, he said, have you ever asked God for forgiveness, right? Have you ever asked God for forgiveness? And Trump went on this rant, like he, he, he's really good at like not answering questions. Like he's like, listen, he's like, I love this one pastor. He's so smart. He's so cool. I love, I love him. And, and then Frank Luntz is like, have you ever asked God for forgiveness? And Trump said, no. I don't believe so. I, I don't think of God like that. I don't, I don't believe I've ever asked him for forgiveness. And it's like, I'm not going to tell people who is or isn't a Christian, but I think Trump is like such a selfish, narcissistic person. I think he thinks he's above God. I don't think like someone's like, you know, I asked the Lord for forgiveness. Like I know that God is above me. I know I've made mistakes, but Trump's like, I don't make mistakes. I just keep going. I don't think God needs to tell me what to do. Like, you know, that's like his like uh, 
his vibe with it where I'm like, I'm not going to say he's not a Christian, but it's like, I, I do believe that he thinks he's above God. And I understand why. I mean, he's lived a life that is very blessed. You know, he, like he's lived, he's lived a life of power and wealth and fame that like most can't achieve. So it's not hard to imagine why he might think that because it's like, uh, I'll find the clip. Cause I actually, I'll, I'll play it like just in the audio here. I'll play the whole thing. I don't know why the screen's shaking so much. I'm, I, I apologize for that. It's kind of like hurting my, do you want me to just download the thing? You can't hear. Oh, there's no audio. I'll play it a different time then probably. Someone said, shut up and get to Epstein. All right. Well, you can find it. If you, if you look it up, just say, just Google Trump, Frank Luntz. Have you ever asked God for forgiveness? Someone said that's why the bar Bible says it's hard for the rich to to see the kingdom of God. Uh, let me let me look that one up. I, I know what you're talking about. I just want to get the exact quote because it is profound. It makes me want to be more poor again. I'm like I gotta I gotta give all my money to some crackhead and just be poor so I could get into heaven. Hard rich heaven. The exact quote is. Then Jesus says to his disciples, truly, I tell you, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. That's it's profound. Dude, the Bible is just filled with bangers. Like if you've never read the Bible before and then you like pick it up, it seems boring. Like you hear about the Bible and you're like, oh, it's so boring. The Bible is just like boring. But like when you start reading it, even if you start from the very beginning, it's just quite the story. You know what I'm saying? It's quite the tale. It's quite the historical lesson. It's and then it and then they just got bangers for you, you know, and you're just like, damn, damn. You're like, you're like, the Bible's kind of fire, you know? Because some people are like, oh, it's just boring. Like you should read it because you're religious, but it's not that cool. It's like, no, it's definitely that cool. Um, it's it's uh it's got certain certain parts you're like dang that was deep you know i like how like it's very poetic too you gotta it's harder for a rich man to get into heaven than a than a camel to get through the eye of the storm or something like it's like what that's fire someone said zoroastrianism is cool the bible is basic sorry repent demon repent now just kidding but I'm sure there are there is a pastor watching thinking that. So I'm just reading aloud what they're thinking. Got some Bible haters in the in, in the comment section. That's okay. Listen. Out oh, through the eye of a needle. Yeah, whatever. I, I already messed up the quote. You get it. Um someone said Bible's written by men. What's the point? I guess. If that's how you feel, I'm not gonna like argue with you all right we'll go two more comments and then i'm out appreciate you guys thanks for being here god bless you god bless your family god bless america god bless the world um thank you to everybody that pre-ordered my song working class boy i'm pumped for it i think it slaps if you listen to it and
in your car, unless your speakers suck, that's on you. That's not my fault, but, uh, you know, listen to it in your car. It slaps. It's got a good message. It's supposed to be a relatable song. I mean, it's for everybody. I don't care if you're broke or rich or whatever, but it's, it's a working class anthem. Like if you ever, you know, if you ever worked hard in your life, if you came from that situation, hopefully it's relatable to you. And if it's not relatable to you, hopefully just hearing the story is, uh, you know, is inspiring. Thank you, Marmar. Someone said people don't read anymore. Two years ago, I read so many books. Like during the pandemic, after I was just book, 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 book. And then last year, I don't know what happened. I just got caught on a loop where I was like not reading as much. So this year, I want to read more. That's that's one of my goals. I, I'm going to tell you all my goals that I'm not going to follow. One, I want to read more. Two, I want to work out more. Three, I want to run my business better. Four, I want to you know, make better content. Five, I have a goal of, because I like to play like DraftKings and FanDuel and like, you know, little gambling and stuff, but uh, I'm I'm going to not gamble all, at all this year. That's my goal. And my goal is to spend all that time and energy that I would watch games. Cause I don't, I don't really, I like sports and I'll watch certain sporting events, but I think it's like, if I have something on it, it makes it more interesting, obviously. So I, I would do that. Cause like, I'm so stressed out sometimes from work that I just want to take a break. And I don't like TV and movies. I think they're all weird, but uh, you know, I like sports and I still like sports. I'll still watch a little bit, but this, it, it takes so much time. It's like, you're doing that, you're watching. And and I want to spend all that time. This is my goal for this year. And I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to spend all that time and put it into things that I love all that time and put it into my music. Like, cause you know, I, there's, there's things that I could do at that time whether it's working out, whether it's hanging out with people I like, even vacationing. It's like if you lose certain money that you could have, you could have like flown somewhere with that money or, you know, done anything. I visit my family a lot last year. I want to visit them even more if I can. So it's like, you know, I have a, a few goals, but I'm trying to take all that energy that I was like watching games and just trying to chill out and, uh, and just like crush it extra hard this year. So hopefully I do it. So I'm gonna say guys go buy a song at 123 to show love. Thank you. It's, it's good. I mean, I, I hope that people like it. Appreciate you guys. Let me know what you think of the Epstein files. And just for those who came in uh, that are probably pissed that I wasn't even talking about it for 30 minutes because it's a massively long live stream. These were not the client list released. It was a court case that was apparently sealed. Um, I think Alan Dershowitz had the worst day. If I could pick like the craziest part of that, that I read at least, it was probably the Alan Dershowitz part. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with all that fallout. But I would guess he's having the worst day out of anybody in that, but probably, you know, Stephen Hawking's and David Copperfield uh, are probably not feeling it that hard too. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I I'm going to be patient. I'm going to look around, but I don't, I don't know how many people in power want something to happen. Like, I, dude, imagine being in politics, being like, imagine being an attorney general and being like not compromised and being like, yo, I want, I really want the truth. Like, Dude, that's a scary position to be in. Like, they don't care when people talk on Twitter about it. It's like Epstein, haha. But like, you know, how many people in politics actually want to get to the bottom of it? There's some, but you know, I'm not, I don't know how many of them are at high level positions. Let me know what you think. Appreciate it. God bless. I'll be back soon. Tomorrow, nine o'clock Pacific time, 12 o'clock Eastern time, working class boy premieres, um, the lyrics video. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a music video for it yet, but I do have a video with the lyrics popping up. So hopefully you guys like that. I'll be gone. I'll be out. I'll be back. God bless. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is DreamRare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts. 
Stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com, check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me, support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed every day or every week. It's annoying. So I don't do it. Stayintouchwithme.com. It helps me take back some power.